You are listening to the Pencil and Paper Podcast Network. Welcome to the Palace of Mega Pixels. This is Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo! Hello and welcome to Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo. I'm your host, Stephen White. With me, as always, my co-host, Lacia Finley. Oh, happy Monday. Siblings, I want to apologize for last week because uh, the last two weeks have been uh, been draining. Yeah, I don't want a lot going on. Yeah, because... Okay, so if you don't know, I don't, because I didn't go and post it everywhere on the internet because it's not something I don't feel like you do. But no, my wife had to have surgery, gallbladder Mm -hmm. surgery, something simple. Yeah, at least that's what they say. Sure, yeah. Still surgery, so you got to keep an eye. Sure, and so obviously during the weekend I was taking care of her and I I thought she would have been okay because they made it sound like, ah, she'll be fine. Yeah. She'll be fine. And I was like, okay, well, then everything will be fine. Mm-hmm. And then Saturday, no, it doesn't seem like she's doing better. Sunday, and she's like, I don't know. So then yeah. everything gets canceled, you know, which we rarely do. Yes. And I was going to say, we have a pretty good track record. Yeah. Like, but it seems like something big had to happen. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So... Let that, you know, lie, and it was like, okay, fine. And uh, this week, <laughs> or at least uh, going to Horror Ramblings, because it also got canceled, uh, this week's episode come Friday will also be a little different, because we had to kind of reschedule that as well, because then I had to take my mother to Nashville for a doctor's appointment. Uh, mm-hmm. My dad is not fond of Nashville traffic, nor am I. Well, that's fair. I yeah. mean, who wants traffic? I, I don't. Like, <laughs> I just, sucks. I know how bad Nashville is. I can only imagine driving in a bigger city. Like, I think you would lose your mind here. I oh, would just yeah. tell you to take the tubes, tell you to take, you know, Uber if you want, and just keep your head in your lap so you're not paying attention. <laughs> that's why in <laughs> Boston. Because nothing's quick. <laughs> yeah, that's why in Boston I did not care. Uh, or did not mind taking the subway mm-hmm. and walking everywhere. Even when we were in San Jose for TwitchCon, that one time that I never got in, maybe one time, <laughs> and paid all that money, the bastards. I didn't yeah. mind walking the streets. I know I walked yeah. several miles to go from the convention center back to where we were staying. Oh, heck yeah. Heck, didn't we walk back from the... Wait, oh no, you left. Sorry. Yeah, no. The, and, the rest of us did, yeah. But, Which was fair. You know, yeah, I got to explore... San Jose, which I'd never, mm-hmm. never seen the the town before. Never really got to explore California like that. Right. And I was like, all right, this is cool. And I really had fun just doing that. So, yeah, I don't, I was even talking about that to, to my parents yesterday because they were talking about, you know, Nashville's terrible. And I was like, yeah, if I ever had to live here, I would not own a car. I would yeah. be walking everywhere or I'd Do have a bike. Do they have a really good public transit? 
Nashville? They may have bus routes. I'm not going to swear to it because okay. I, I can't say like that. Because here I, you don't need it. Right. All. There's so much transit everywhere, so it kind of makes sense. And then when people have like two cars, I'm like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Some people just don't like public transit, which is fair. But, you know. I do know that they've uh, installed those little scooters that you can. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've seen those yeah. about town. So I'm like, all right, well, there's there are options. And I know they've right. discussed a subway at one point. And I was like, but where are you going to put a subway and why? It's not that big. <laughs> well, maybe at least like to and from the airport or something. Uh, maybe. Yeah, it wouldn't be that bad, I guess. Yeah. But at least make that easier on people. And then you could um, like have not as much traffic, hopefully, at your airport. Mm-hmm. Plugging everything up. You're That'd still going to nice. have a lot. It's a big city. so Sure. Yeah. So it's just been exhausting. I've just wanted to sit and relax. Even when we were out yesterday and I finally got out of the traffic, we had a a delivery that was supposed to, you know, you have deliveries, you expect it to wind up on your back door. And we weren't home yet. And then for some reason, FedEx here lately, and I'm going to call out this company, point blank, (laughs) because they've done this more than once. Uh They've decided to just leave packages at the edge of our driveway. Now, our driveway is not just like you pull out and hit the road immediately. You have to kind of go down it a a little bit. It's not a long driveway, but again, there's a stretch from the edge to the house. And they've just decided, fuck it. We're not going to do that. We're going to just leave everything at the edge of the driveway. (sighs) And then they will say that they put it on the back porch. And it's like, you lying son of a bitch. So we found out that they had dropped this package. And immediately we're like, we can't get home. So we've got to figure that out. And it's just Uh, frustrating. Yeah. But anyway, got it. I tell you, none of them are really good, though. No. Because we even had a situation once. I think it was FedEx. They dropped something on our porch. Wasn't for us. You know, just wrong name, wrong house number, everything. Mm-hmm. So our landlord physically took it back to have it sent. Scratched it off and said, return to sender. I shit you not, Stephen. It landed back on our porch the next day. <laughs> and I was going to my car as I saw do dropping it off. And I'm like, no, no. I was like, it says right there, return to sender. Why the hell is it even coming back here? You know, and I explained the situation. I'm like, nobody by that name lives here. It's not supposed to be. So I saw a dude walk off with the truck, you know, put it back on his truck or whatever. And I leave. I come back later that evening. It was there. Good dude, God. He just like waited till I left and dropped it again. And I'm like, son of you guys, why are. So, yeah, they all suck. There you yeah. go. They just don't care. I told him. It even said return to sender. We drove it to the thing. Yeah. So that's low down. That's just pure (laughs) laziness. Just to leave it on the porch again anyway. Like what difference did it make if you just put it back on your truck? That's what I just couldn't understand. Just take it back with you and just be like, hey, this is the wrong address or whatever. I was so about what, to just throw it away at this point. I was like, let her file a claim with them, you know, that whoever's it was on the name on it. And I'm like, I'm done messing with this box. Sorry, lady. They can't find you. Sorry. And and you said it was not even your address that was on uh-huh. the label? I think it was like, because we have the north in front of ours. And I think that was south. Oh, okay. So like, that's what I, even what I was trying to explain. I was like, I think it just needs to go other side all but i mean not it's not like super close not like close enough that i would have drove it by you know or i w- probably would have just done that to get it out of my life sure like 
But yeah, so I just kept saying, no, Maria lives here. Sorry. Not even upstairs. I know those guys. Anyway. But yeah. So delivery companies are amazing. Wow. Anyway, yeah, they're anyway. <laughs> they're garbage, and uh, I don't know. I, I don't want to deal with it because they're just... Well, you'll just be stuck on the phone forever. No one's really going to care. That's the problem with corporations. Well, I even, I even filed a claim online, uh, or at least a complaint, and didn't hear shit about it. Yeah. Nothing. So I'm just... They're probably just like, yeah, join the crowd, buddy, of all the people who have complaints. <laughs> yeah how about that you know and yeah. funny enough while we're talking about the the day of the surgery going back to that which was uh two weeks ago so the day that all that happened you know they they said hey we're gonna send in a prescription to your pharmacy and i was like okay it's like well are you gonna make it to your pharmacy and now keep this in mind i got there around uh, 9 30 10 with my wife we didn't leave until five um okay. yeah so you're talking about the day of the surgery yeah so i was stuck in a room alone for hours and That's nothing rougher on yeah. you i didn't yeah. prepare if i'd have known i would have brought a bag full of stuff <laughs> right yeah but so they they you know said hey we're gonna call this in to your pharmacy and it was like all right well we're not gonna get there before they close they're like oh so oh, do you want us shit. to send it to another pharmacy and it was like I guess, or if you think she can make it through the night, I'll just pick it up in the morning. Whatever. It doesn't, you know, I just need to know what to do. So they said, well, we'll call it into a different pharmacy. Where do you want to go? My wife gave him the pharmacy. And it was like, all right, fine, we'll go. Now, mm -hmm. get out of Nashville, because again, that's where we were. <laughs> Two <Yeah>. weeks <laughs> of that. And, and Friday afternoon, driving home in traffic in Nashville. Oh. Yeah, no, Never. garbage Never time for all cities like yeah. that, yep. So finally get out there to the pharmacy, and as we're heading to that pharmacy in which the or prescription was being filled, I looked up a Google review, and the store had 2.7 stars. Oh, no. And majority of the reviews were low so you, you had your like rare what reason huh? taking forever or shit customer service the people were rude don't care you know just yeah. garbage yeah. employees so i was like oh that's that's wonderful so i already kind of had my guard up going because <laughs> i didn't know what i was walking into so mm -hmm. i go inside head to the pharmacy and i'm greeted by some karen ass looking woman Oh, no, don't judge her yet. I know. Wait for you it. You never know. So <laughs> I was like, hello. She's like, can I help you? And I'm like, yes, I'm here to pick up a prescription for Katrina White. And she's like, okay. Uh, and then gets information. Uh -huh. And she's like looking at her computer. And she's like, uh, did, so uh, was it, where did it come from? And I was like, well, it should have been called in from the hospital. And she's like, oh, okay. No. And just fumbling around a computer for a second she's like well let's go over here and i was like oh <laughs> like shit computer yeah so I, I was just starting to get a little yeah. frustrated already so we walk over to this other she's like now what is your name and i was like my name doesn't matter i said i'm not here to get a, the prescription it's for my wife katrina she's the one that needs a prescription she's like oh okay well um 
Well, so, so and, and the prescription was called in. And it was like, yes, we just left the hospital. They said they were calling it in here to get it filled. Huh. Okay, well, um, they, this, the computer says it's too early. What? Yeah, and I was like, too, too, what, do you, what do you mean too early? I said, so how long is it going to take? Oh, I mean, I just, I mean, the computer says it's too early. I can't feel it. What, I can't I don't, feel it? Or I can't feel it. Oh, my, how does that just feel like I know. My, my mouth said, uh, <laughs> but so I was like, but what, I don't understand what you mean. Mm. Now, do you, are you understanding what she means? Like too early? No. Like if the doctor called it in, I could understand if maybe you got there, the pharmacy tech was just on a break. We had to wait mm. for them to get back. Or they're currently filling it right now because it was just called in. But like. I don't understand. Okay, that. so thank you for, for clarifying that you understand where I'm coming from because yeah, I was getting like, frustrated. I, know. I was like, I don't know what you mean. I said, What do you mean? <laughs> it's too early. What? So how long is it going to take? Is it going to be today? Is it going to be tomorrow? What are you talking about? Yeah. She's like, I just can't. The computer says it's too early. I just can't feel it. So does it say the words "too early," ma'am? Can you show me the screen? <laughs> well, like, as she kept that? repeating this and not explaining it, as I was getting frustrated because I knew if I had to hear the same. Simple explanation. Again, there's going to be a bomb that goes off uh -huh. in this building and it's going to be me. Yeah. So I turn around and I said, fuck it. And I walked out. And then as I get to the van, my brain uh -huh. is processing. Yeah. And then I thought, too early to fill. What does this mean? Tit, tit, tit. Oh, do you remember the other pharmacy? They probably never canceled that. They already filled it. Oh, maybe. And then, therefore, the computer is like, whoa, 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 this has already been filled. You don't need another right now. And then okay. I was like, aha. So, we couldn't get it there. We're still going to have to wait the next day tomorrow anyway. Oh, so, it's already yeah. fucked. But it was just the idea that she did not explain it. Talk to right. me. Talk to me like I was some drug addict. That was the other thing that was starting to bother me, is this attitude, like... It's just too early. I can't do it. Like, all she literally would have had to have said was, it looks like it was already filled at another pharmacy, so yes. you had no refills left. Yes. Exactly. Simple. Done. Yeah. That would, if she had said that, I, I, I would have walked out of there less frustrated because I'd been like, okay, so they didn't get it over here. They didn't cancel the... All right. Well, okay. no no worries. Thank you very much. I'll, yeah, I'll deal with it tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. But I didn't... Under, it was just this... It's too early. It's too early. And I was like, well, I don't know what that means. This is why you have 2.7 stars. Exactly. Like you could just say the words that people need to hear. So we know what's going on. Yes. Wow. It was a very simple mistake uh -huh. that the hospital made. <laughs> right. And could have one simple little thing. Yeah. It already been filled somewhere else. Thank uh -huh. you. Thank you. I got it now. I understand. Because I even I even told her that. I said, well, they were sending it one place and they said they were going to send it over here. Yeah. So the information was there. You just were too stupid and too... Yeah, I wonder why that she wouldn't have just said that. Because she's a Karen and made judgments ahead of time. Yeah, that could be true too. It's like I didn't walk in looking like a drug addict. At least I didn't think I did, but I guess yeah. my garb was just too, too much or something. Oh, no. Did you have the toque on? Maybe that's what it was. I had, yeah, I had my hat on and I had my hoodie on and, you know, yep, shirts yep. and jeans and whatnot. So I guess I was 
Ooh, too much. That beard of yours. Yeah, I'm I'm a cretin. <laughs> but no, if see, this is why we shouldn't prejudge anybody. See that inter- that exchange could have gone so much more smoothly. It could have, but yeah. somebody should have done their job better as customer uh-huh. service. Explain uh-huh. it, and I would have been like, "Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. Thank you. Gotcha. Yeah, still Wouldn't- would have sucked, but you would have understood." Because I even thought I, I even told Katrina I said well if you know if I need to go get it tomorrow at the the other one uh, that's what yeah. I'll do if you can hold out yeah because that was even my plan I said I'll go first thing in the morning as soon as they open I'll go down there grab it was I it at least it. just pain meds not like something she would need for like infection or anything no it was, that would be the only thing I'd be worried about no it was pain meds and uh, even to a still point sucks yeah she she used them for a couple of days and then she just kept talking about how she felt and she was like i don't like this and i was like then don't take them yeah i was like if you can do without them don't take them yeah because yeah. if you don't need them <laughs> yeah no for sure i mean i only used them for maybe the first week myself i mm. feel like they give you way too many like yeah. it was like 30 pills and i'm like what i don't Why think do she... i need this many <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't think she had that many but it was still enough to just be like i don't want to take the rest of these because they just made yeah. you feel like hazy i mean and... if you can't just have fun with it then yeah what's the <laughs> and that's that was the part of it she says she's like why do people take these she's oh, like if really? I, had to f- I could totally see why people would take those because i've had enough of them where i'm like yeah <laughs> i guess maybe hers just the the way they they went through her system and made her yeah, feel was not different though yeah exactly yeah. so yeah. whatever i don't know it's the week was, yeah, that's a long week. Yeah, just that's just the week. fact that it felt like it was continuing because he, our anniversary was Friday, Aww. and we were trying to to have a Salvage you know <laughs> a nice day out, and we had plans. It was just like, hey, we're gonna go go out. Uh, I was gonna go get her nails done because that was something she wanted to do, and then we'd go out to eat, and then we'd go see a movie. This is all planned, and then that's when we got the call about my mom needing a ride. On Saturday, and it was just like, well, for us to get down there by nine, we'd have to get up very early, drive over to their house. Then it's an hour drive, pretty much, to Nashville. So our we can't stay out all night. So screwed. So we just decided to get lunch instead and forego the movie, and that was that. We were a little disappointed. And then hopefully you could make up for it another day. Well, we're gonna have to because even yesterday we thought, well, we'll get them down there; it'll be fine. More doctor shit that I just can't stand. <laughs> We're reaching that age. Now. Okay, so we get, it's a, like an eye doctor, and I guess she was a technically a new patient, and her appointment was supposed to be at 9.15. Well, 9.15 passes, and we're starting to get to 10.15, and it's like, what is taking so long? Yeah, doctors, we, what's up? Sitting there thinking, it's like, did we miss her name or something like that? Because mm-hmm. we saw all these other people going in and out, and it's like, what the fuck? So yeah. finally, my mom goes and asks, and she's like, oh, yeah, I'm sorry, you know, because you're a new patient. It could take, I don't know, like one to three hours. It's like, why? What? Why would it take one to three hours? I I, I don't know. I don't know. Don't you get there early to fill out the paperwork so you can hopefully get in by your appointment time? Exactly <laughs> what I thought, too. We got there plenty early. And Oof, it was just... Mama, as soon as I heard that shit come out of her mouth, I was just like, I'm I'm going to leave right now because I don't know what's... I'm not sitting here for three hours in a yeah. doctor's office. That's ridiculous. Yeah. We didn't get out of there until close to noon 
I don't think it was noon specifically, but it was very close. And it was just, oh my God, if I hadn't had, like I wandered the halls of this doctor facility or whatever, just going up and down elevators, walking down hallways. It was a Saturday. No one was there. So hopefully they didn't think I was trying to rob anything. I was just walking. <laughs> Case in the joint. <laughs> yeah. I, I just want, I needed to walk. Yeah, and it was I just mean. like, my God, I don't understand doctor's offices. Oh, that, man. that alone, three hours. Why would it take three hours? Yeah, I don't now, know. if you're talking about maybe the entire appointment is going to take that, sure. But she made it sound like uh, it's going to take about three hours to get you in, or one, it could take one to three hours to get you in and seen. And it was so just were like, they oh going God. off the? Did you have an appointment? My mother did. Yeah. Okay. So and, yeah, I'm still. Why give an appointment time? I exactly. I, now, if she was a walk-in, I'm like, okay, maybe I could see that. Nothing life-threatening, you know. People right. at appointments, but if you had an appointment. What are we doing right now? <laughs> exactly. And that's, yeah, yeah. That was kind of the, the fussing we all did on the way home. <laughs> I bet. It's like, I don't understand this. If, if you work in the medical like, field of any yeah. kind and you understand what we're talking about, please explain it. Because please let us know why we can't just go in when we're supposed to. Yeah. yeah. Why does it take that long? If I'm there early or on time and my paperwork is filled out, why it and and they're not behind unless someone's overbooking these poor doctors i'm starting to think that was part of it too yeah ridiculous anyway so we didn't get home until like four or five and then even when we got home we had stuff to do and didn't really get to sit down after a while and forget it my day's done now Well, we should have, but it was just, I was already kind of in this work zone and was like, you know what? Let's just do this tonight. So maybe tomorrow I can relax. I can chill, yeah. And that's the plan <laughs> as soon as we're done here. Hopefully. Right. No, I hope. Yeah. But uh, no, that's that's pretty much been, been the entirety week. of my week. Well, I hope she's doing better now. She's doing much she's better. She's, uh, she's definitely up and around. She's not using the cane anymore to get around because she was mm-hmm. kind of using that for balance to help her move, but... Yeah, I think right now it's trying to adjust to not having a gallbladder and figuring out what that's going to entail. Because she, I'll give her a lot of credit. She is being very particular about what she's eating. She's very, she's paying attention okay. to it. And I even told her maybe we need to get her like a food journal or something like that to where she can kind yeah. of mark stuff down. Because. Until it becomes second nature. Yeah. Because yeah. at some point, I mean, there are going to be things she, she knows wholeheartedly she can't have luckily uh-huh. sushi is not one of those things because she would have died <laughs> oh she okay. loves sushi okay good well so, i'm sure you could probably make something sort of close that would maybe satisfy that craving maybe i mean i know it wouldn't be the same but people are c- creative with food mm-hmm. you know? we actually we have this uh sushi spot we we like to frequent that's outside nashville in this other town called mount juliet and I mean, it's a really authentic spot, and mm-hmm. she she got this, just ordered a bento box, which I have never seen, and yeah. we've never ordered that before, because I told her, I said, just, you know, go go crazy, find, find something new, you know, don't always order the, the same thing, try something different, so she got this bento box, it was a huge, and uh-huh. just 
fried broccoli, <laughs> fried onions. Fri- <laughs> tempura, was- I bet that. Yeah, oh that yeah, is- tempura oh. for sure. That is so delicious though. But had your sushi, had some uh, nigiri, and then a few fried vegetables. Like, why did they deep fry broccoli? <laughs> Doesn't matter. Because it's so good. I know it sounds stupid, but it tastes delicious. Well, I, I have to. She, she avoided those because she was a little concerned fair which fair point you know being fried foods and whatnot but oh oh, like since the surgery yeah she because she's been understandably concerned because she doesn't want it to cause issues but uh, i i had the onion ring that she had her plate and it was pretty good yeah yeah so no i i um support the tempura fried broccoli Mm -hmm. it's delicious well i'm telling you man well you don't like broccoli i don't but maybe i should have tried it just to see Especially if they had some kind of like sour cream sauce or something that you oh, could have dipped yeah. in it. Ooh. That would have been good. Ah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, if if it ever comes across my way, I'll give it a try. I'm telling you, like if you wanted to make it at home, the sauce is super easy. You do some sour cream, cream cheese, onions, chives, parsley, stir, mm. dip your fried broccoli, chef's kiss. Just it does sound good. It is really good. But there you go. Pro okay. tips. <laughs> I'll give it a try. I'll, I'll at I least think you'll like it. Try it once. Uh, what have you been playing this week? I did good this week. I did good. Um, so somehow I had just realized on Thursday evening that the quarry was mixed in with a PlayStation game. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I played that. Now I can do it for free with the PlayStation one because I was waiting for it to go on sale because I'd already discussed I wasn't going to. Buy it on PC because it's a Nuvo. So I was just going to bite the bullet when it went on sale for console. Well, now I don't have to, which was nice. So I have done one playthrough um, because only one playthrough was about eight-ish hours. Well, with the choices that I made and everything. Of course, your mileage may vary on your first playthrough or whatever. Um, So over the course of three nights, just got one playthrough done. And I will say, story is good, clever, made me laugh a few times. Uh, so acting nailed it, you know, mm-hmm. some of the other kid actors, well, I call them kids, but I know they're adults. Sorry. Um, I shouldn't do that. That's insulting. But the other younger actors that David Arquette, you know, and Ted Raimi, um, hadn't heard of most of them before, but did a really good job. Mm-hmm. So I will give the story, the acting delivery, all of that stuff. Really great. What I don't understand is why we made the game to play so much easier than ones you have done in the past. So the QTEs, for example, Mm -hmm. was only ever the left joystick going up, left, down, or right. I never had to use X, circle, triangle, like they did in Until Dawn or other supermassive games that I have played. So I admit it made it all feel very slow. Like as far as my participation in it. Um, So that I have to knock it down a little bit because it didn't really heighten any of the tense scenes to make me feel like I would miss it. There was plenty of advance notice. It was only hitting it one direction, not having to hit a bunch of different buttons. So boo on that. Like, why wouldn't you make it a little bit harder in some of these like you've done in other games in the past? So I don't know if it was because of the big fan or like the... Huge actors they got that they expected more people who never video gamed to maybe pick it up because of the name power. But I feel like they've had bigger names than other, like Until Dawn had a few. 
Yeah, no, you're right. Even I think their second one. But I mean, I would still say this as far as star power goes. Well, maybe for me anyway. For yeah. me. Because yeah. I know a lot of them are probably like B-rate actors or whatever that I followed for a while or just have a special place in my heart for like Ted Raimi, of course, mm. you know. Um, I mean, Lance Henriksen, Ethan mm. Supley. I like Ethan Supley. Um, you know, there was that Skyler kid. I can never remember his last name, but I see him a lot on Netflix. Like uh, Babysitter Killer, I think, was one of them that he was in. Um, anyway, mm. he was in it. Funny, hilarious, you know. But I guess my problem with it was if you were including a movie mode, which I would imagine would just be watching the story, maybe you get to choose the... Um, dialogue choices that'll pop up yeah maybe that's your only participation if you're gonna offer that mode why not make the game portion a little bit harder that's i mean yeah no i get it especially with qtes they're not sometimes can be difficult but not as difficult already so i was just a little disappointed at the variety of mechanics having like none Hmm. so i moved around you hit x when you found stuff um and then my qtes was that and there is some combat but it's like shooting here or there. So it's still not anything that. So just you're going to watch a lot more than you probably had in other games. They yeah. made. Um, so I kind of want to play it again because I thought I was doing so well. And then the last chapter, I started losing people. So I think there were some decisions that I made that were just unavoidable by the time it came to it, you know. Um, so yeah, not my favorite as far as gameplay that Supermassive has done, but the story and the people and the, and the stuff with it was really fun. So Hmm. I think the story was more fun than some of the other ones they've done in the past, but the playing of it itself was much more dull. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, Um, But I'll still probably play it again because I do like the story and I would like to see if I can get them all out to actually see an ending. Um, and then I played 10 dates. I was a little behind on getting that played because it came out on Valentine's, which was the sequel to five gate, uh, five, five gates, five dates. <laughs> um, so it was another FMV game by Paul Rashid, Wales Interactive, Goodgate Media. Um, it is what it is. It's super adorable and cute. I love, um, the different personalities that they put in there that you could date. I haven't played all of them yet. I think I've cleared most of the, um, females side of dating and then the male side I think I've only successfully had one like I would like fumble it or something on the second date and Mm. it would be hilarious um but I'm not as into the personality now maybe this is just me (laughs) being me but um the personalities that they gave the guy I didn't like as much (laughs) so the only successful date I had with the dude was with a dude isn't that funny? It was the only one I liked well enough out of his dating pool that I was successful. I'll go back and try the other ones because I just want to see the scenes, you know. But I was just more like, I'm into this, dude. Yeah. I like this guy for you. Let's do this. Like, they're more fun right now. Um. So, yeah. And then I putzed around in oxygen, not included a little hmm. bit because now I finally have running water and toilets. And they're doing well. I'm like, okay, now if I could get this power thing figured out for you know, renewable, that's the word, renewable, Um, they might be doing okay, and then I could maybe get off the planet or something. Mm. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, But what have you been playing? Well, you'd think I wouldn't have played very much, but I guess it has been about two weeks, so I've played some. Oh, yeah, true. Uh, 
So I was trying to remember if I mentioned this the last time we spoke, and I don't think I had done this yet, but I beat Death Stranding. I think sort of, maybe, or maybe you and I were talking about it. I don't know. May, may have. I, I can't remember if I, I was bringing that up because I was looking back on it. I was like, did I beat it? Has it been that long? And I feel like maybe it had. I think you did, but you were like poking around with some building stuff or something. Yeah, or, because there was a pizza problem. Did I tell you the pizza problem? I feel like maybe I don't I, know. Maybe. Let's see. I feel like maybe I did because it was about I had a pizza delivery that I needed to do. And then oh. I got caught by the end end of the game in three hours later. Yeah. 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 OK. Yeah. I got all that sorted. OK. Thank goodness. Because I think Thank that was the thing fed. I had left is to get the pizza delivered. And then that could go to another trophy, and I got all my trophies. So that's what I'm saying. Well, I platinum did. So it's platinum. It's okay. it's done. It, it I think it was that, and then I know what it was. This is what I didn't get to figure out until last minute. I was trying to, and I wish I'd have known this ahead of time because I built this structure ages ago in the game. I say ages, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah. In yeah. game hours. In game world. It felt yeah. like ages ago. So as I was building all these roads and everything, I noticed that behind this one area called the Timefall Farm, there was this other road structure. And I was like, well, this doesn't look like it's connected to the other. What is this out here? Mm-hmm. Well, I built it and it was a racetrack. And I thought, huh, that's cool. A racetrack. But I saw nothing about the racetrack as a necessity. Like I even looked through trophies and Initially, just through the trophy look, there's like it doesn't say win a race and the the racetrack or anything. So I was like, well, I don't need to do this. Now I did mess around with it once, and it was Maybe like it was just for fun. Yeah, I was just like, eh, okay. So as I was looking through my trophy list, there was one I hadn't done, and it was to craft all the items. And I went through, and I was like, what the hell am I missing? Because I've crafted everything, mm-hmm. but I hadn't. Apparently, you could earn a brand new vehicle at the racetrack, oh. which would then in turn become the next two or the last two the things craft- that I needed. Craftable. So I had to earn the, the blueprints from the racetrack for the vehicle. Oh, okay. And it was like a roadster, like these old 1950s roadsters. Mm-hmm. And I saw it on the racetrack before and I thought, oh, that's cool. That's neat. And, but I had to win the race. S rank. Nice. And then, you know, get all that. So Oh, wait, like, did you or you had to? I had to. And, okay. uh, you know, the very first time I raced, I wasn't, I, I guess I didn't have my focus on. I was just like, oh, let's try this. And then you'd hit the curves and then you'd bounce and then boom. You're getting and, used to it. And I got like a, a rank A and I thought, uh, okay, I'm good. So okay. I, <laughs> I never went, because it was the same with like your, uh, you, you had training practice with your guns or all your weapons. Mm-hmm. I would get maybe like an A or a B rank and I would just be like, eh, and I would let it go because I I wasn't being competitive about it because it was like, this does nothing for me. So I'm not earning anything to hell with it. Yeah. This, when it said, well, you have to get this to get that. And I was like, focus. And then first time I was trying to get a, a feel for the car and I really got into it and I thought it was going to take much longer than it was. Once I got that first S rank, got them mm-hmm. from there on. Because I had to do four races. <clears throat> but once I did it, I got it done. And I did build the car and try it out on the, the actual road once because I did not have this car. And it would have been really nice to have this car for certain deliveries going from point A to point B. 
because it was so fast. Oh, yeah. So much faster than my, my bike, which was always kind of that thing that you'd get because it was like, well, it's the fastest thing I got. Yeah. No, no, no. This car was much faster. In fact, going around curves, you have to be careful or you're going to slide right off. Sure. But I gave it a test run, got it from one to the other, and I was like, okay, well, at least I did that. But I got yeah. it. So it was yeah. fun. Nice. Uh, so if you're playing Death Stranding, do the racetrack. Get yeah. that car just... As soon Just to what, get it, so you can it, clear it, right? For clarification's sake, it is the director's cut version that that car oh, is in. So that's is that why. not in the original? I, apparently not. Because Appar- I'd even thought about that. I was like, what did they add in here? And apparently there were a lot of things like that. Certain items, skeletal structures and whatnot that you can have. Uh, okay. I didn't know that. This was okay. the base game for me as everything that I got. So I'm <laughs> yeah. unfamiliar with all this other stuff. So, yeah, there was that. I, I did beat that. Got that all done. Um, I tr- So, I'm going to bring these up because we don't normally talk about mobile games all that much. But I played these on mobile uh, at the hospital. And this is where I wish... <laughs> I would have probably played them a lot more had I had a charger because, you know, it's going right. to kill my phone. And I sure. couldn't have that. Yeah. Uh, I played Very Little Nightmares, which I'm a fan of Little Nightmares. Yeah, I was wondering if it had this. It was the yeah, same thing. Same, same kind of idea, but it's more like a touchscreen puzzle. <clears throat> uh, the way they're structured up on your phone, like, you know, long ways. Uh-huh. And you can kind of, some of the rooms are a little bit bigger, but you can have to kind of touch to get what you're doing, try to figure out where you need to go. And it's pretty much mm-hmm. to move your character, make them do this, make them do that. So it's very simple, but there is a puzzle element to it, and it's not always... There's, it's not those bullshit puzzles. It's all there if you just pay attention. So it's a very cleverly crafted puzzle game that you just kind of touch and move and oh, take care of. So I played probably the most with that and had mm-hmm. the most fun. Again, probably would have played it much, much longer had I had my phone charger, which my dumbass did not. Um, well, you also didn't know you'd be there that long. I did not. I, yeah. uh, I will never make so this mistake defense. ever again. I'm taking yeah. bags Just to the hospital from here on. Always know if there's a surgery, it probably eight hours sounds about right, no matter how little it is. Because, yeah. you know, there's a lot of prep and there's who knows how fast you wake up. That's know? true. That's true. <laughs> um, Although they should have warned you. <laughs> so I did. I know you've mentioned playing this game and I, I wanted to try it out since Netflix was offering it up. And I think... Did they offer up very... I don't remember. But I know I got this one off of Netflix. Was uh, 12 mm-hmm. Minutes? Yes. Yeah. I'm not sure I understand what the hell to do. <laughs> it uh, might be yeah. easier on a console or something, but on the phone, it was just... I don't know what to do. Yeah, it's pretty much just finding different pieces to know why you're stuck in this loop. Yeah. To kind of break out of that loop and learn more about who you are, why you're in this situation, how your wife fits in, all this kind of stuff. So I'll admit, even I was kind of confused for a good chunk of time until I started to realize what you need to click on. And Uh. sometimes you might have to do it again. Because okay. maybe you did a thing and now clicking on it will reveal something else. So it can be frustrating. Yeah, it, it felt a little like, I don't know what I'm doing wrong. And I'm just going in circles, repeating the day. And, I, and uh-huh. then I would try to find new things and it would just start over again. I was like, son of a bitch, I don't know what I did wrong or what I need to do different. And I just, 
I don't know. I got tired of yeah. it pretty quick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It can finally wear on you. Yeah. I, I agree. I agree. So uh, another one that I tried, and I, I feel like I've tried this before, but I never really gave it much of a shot. So I was really trying to give it some time. Mm-hmm. And I know that this is a, a frustrating game for a lot of people. And that is getting over it with Bennett Foddy. Oh, yeah. No. And mm-hmm. on the phone, I was trying and I was doing this little thing and I was doing pretty good. And I got uh-huh. up somewhere and I was like, all right, all right. And then, of course, I tumble and then I go back to it again. Uh-huh. And I felt like I was doing all right. And then I well, would fall. A- yeah. And then like I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know. I, too much for me. I'd get too mad. <laughs> I do appreciate the commentary, though, <laughs> because oh, yeah, it's yeah. pretty much pointing out the very thing that you're going through in a manner of speaking. Yeah. So uh, I don't know yeah. if I could ever recommend that one. <laughs> right. <laughs> Unless you're just, you have the willpower to just be like, I'm going to beat this game no matter what. Yeah, watch a trailer and then know your own, I guess, mental capacity for things frustrating. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I highly recommend Little Nightmares or Very Little Nightmares on your mm-hmm. on your mobile de- device. It is not a console game; it's a mobile phone device game. So definitely check that out if you can. Uh, but everything else that I played, uh, we'll talk about a little later. So excellent. You've got All some right. news. Hit me. We do. We got our work a little cut out for us today. There's mm-hmm. a good amount of stuff to chat about this week. Um, you know how I always like to get like the garbage stuff out of the way early, mm-hmm. you know, just, you know. Um, so I don't know that this is garbage or not, but you can kind of see where maybe Microsoft is making some plays. Um, trying to hear some assurances when we buy all the things that mm-hmm. we're, your games will still will still let you guys have your games. Um, so supposedly, uh, not supposedly, confirming that they had signed a 10-year contract with Nintendo. Now, the article I was reading, I think, is a little deceiving because the way they were making it sound like Xbox um, is going into this or Microsoft with Nintendo promising that Xbox games will come to the Switch or I guess a Nintendo console for the next 10 years. But if you really look at it, I think they're more talking about the Call of Duty games, um, whereas yeah. I think one of them have already been on the Switch, correct? Correct me uh, I think some of them were maybe? starting to go there. Um, so I think it's more or less like Call of Duty, although like, why was Sony not in this? Right. Like, why wouldn't they get Call of Duty for 10 years? I don't know. But Brad Smith, vice chairman of Microsoft, swears this is binding contract that, um, you know, promises Xbox games and Activision games. But again, I'm still thinking it's more just Call of Duty at this time, um, to go, you know, back and forth on those consoles. Um, so... I, I was a little concerned why Sony wasn't in there or like we're signing a 10-year contract. Although, you know how I feel about a timed contract. Why not just sure. say this is how it is from here moving forward and that we won't be taking it back? Because you know, in 10 years, you might want to just leave it on your console and you'll have every right to because mm-hmm. you own it. I don't know. I think you should just put it in ink that you're going to put your stuff cross multiplayer because that's kind of one of the bigger concerns here is that you're gobbling up all of the studios yeah you know and again as much as i was more excited for just hoping the activision blizzard people could get you know just a better workplace i still agree with the whole uh you're gobbling everything and i don't know 
So part of me wonders if this timing is just to try to make them look a little better with some of these like global regulators that are starting to parse out the different pieces that you Mm -hmm. might be allowed to buy but not all like look at us being a good guy and offering this 10-year exclusivity i don't know do you think it would have been in talks well before now or well they've always seemed like they've had some sort of relationship just weirdly you know that you would Mm kind of see because we've seen this in the past years past where it would always be like Microsoft and Nintendo are kind of doing this little thing off to the side and be like, what is this? And it's it's always been something kind of minor, but it's always kind of been there. It's like, oh, yeah. Huh. Wasn't Halo guy even one of their smash something? I don't remember if it was racing or fighting or. Was he? He may have been. I don't I haven't played Correct Smash me if in I'm a while. wrong, siblings. But, anyway, but yeah, even take a look at the rare deal. I mean, they had to have gotten the rights back from. Yeah. Microsoft from Rare to do even Goldeneye on the Switch. And then you go back to all the other Switch games that Rare used to own and how they've kind of worked that deal out. I don't know. They they feel like they've had some good working relationship and this just seems to be yet another wrinkle to it where they're just like, hey, here's another thing we're doing for Nintendo because they're our buddy. Well, maybe Sony's more of a competitor that... I mean, if you think about it, to, to directly with the Xbox and the PlayStation, maybe because Again, not knocking on Switch, but just the power usage is exactly because yeah. think about it from that perspective. Sony is the threat to business. Mm-hmm. Nintendo, not so much. They know what Nintendo is, so extending them an olive branch and giving them things, sure, it's so fine. Like but a good guy. they're not going to have. No one's going to buy a Switch for Call of Duty, you know? Oh, like if, just for that game? Probably exactly. Yeah, like, yeah, if yeah. you're a Call of Duty you're gonna fan, you're going to get the powerhouse. Uh-huh. You want to see it good. But then they just say, well, if you want to play Call of Duty, here it is over here. If you're on that console, now you don't have to worry about it over here. You can. But, you know, I if mean, you've got that. It is smart because, again, if somebody bought the Switch, they're probably playing more Nintendo first-party games. You know, Mm -hmm. that's what draws you to Nintendo. Totally fair. And then, oh, well, I've never played Call of Duty, and it does kind of look fun. And then they throw in Now that it's on my console. They throw in a few Mario-themed items and stuff like that. Yeah, exclusive to you. Yeah. So then that entices those people who are not typically Call of Duty fans to maybe try out Call of Duty because they're like, look, there's Mario hats and shit. Mm -hmm. It's like, and they're gullible to buy it. Uh (laughs) Well, every year or every other, you know, Mm -hmm. whichever new rules they decided for that. Um, So, yeah, it sounds like, I guess, Switch, um, if you're on PC, Steam will still get the Call of Duties and stuff like that as well. Although... I was wondering, because, you know, with Xbox having their own storefront and stuff now, too, were they going to take away from Steam? I don't know. This is all so weird. Um, So we'll see. So there you go. If you're on the Switch and you like Call of Duty, congrats. It sounds like at least for the next 10 years you're set up. Um, If all of this goes through, I guess, still, too. Like, uh, Well, I mean, they have Call of Duty now, so I guess they can still do this part, but... I don't know. Part of me is wondering if it's like, eh, to the regulators. Like, look, we're trying to make sure everybody gets to play. That could definitely be part of the deal. Because, again, don't see them as a threat. But then you offer that up. And then it looks like you're, you're, look, we're playing fair. 
to me, it's still sus that you put a timer on it. That's all mm. I'm going to say. Uh, <laughs> but uh, keeping on with Xbox, though, and this happened last week, but I kind of wanted to chat about it with you. Uh, so I left it in. Um, so does the Xbox maker uh, tells UK that it expects to see a title's decline in base game sales for uh, their Game Pass for games about a year following their inclusion into the subscription service. Now, this was something that I feel like I've mentioned to you about how I was wonder I was wondering if that was making game sales suffer because mm. if you had Game Pass, you probably played the game when it was on Game Pass, so then when it's off Game Pass, what are the likelihoods that people were buying the game after that? If you were a subscriber, sure. right? Um, so the UK Competition and Markets Authority's provisional report of Microsoft Activision Blizzard's acquisition includes an admission from Microsoft that putting games into its Game Pass subscription service does cause a decline in sales of the game itself within the same year it released on its service. So it looks like that might be another kind of gobbling up a situation, getting the money from it, and then, you know... I was always curious about this. Now, I know not everyone's going to operate like me because I'll admit AAA, I'll play on Game Pass all day long. I don't mm. give two craps about y'all anymore. AAA, whatever. The indie games that come on there, if I want them, I still go buy them. Some part of me just always had this feeling that these indie teams weren't going to be making the same kind of cash off of it that AAA right. would. Or it would be more detrimental to them. So like Inku Lunati, it came out on Game Pass. I still went to Steam and bought it. <laughs> you know, um, the FMVs that have been coming on Game Pass. I still went to, well, granted, I'm sorry. I know I'm going to your competitor and I bought it, but that's just where all my shit is right now. Um, I'm kind of sad about that because, you know, other people aren't even going to think about it, you yeah. know. They're not as closely connected with the fact that it is an indie game, what size the team is. They're just games. And that's fair. Yeah. Not everyone needs to waterboard themselves with all of the politics going on in the space and just enjoy a game. But I feel like that might be detrimental, you think? like Well, we, we have seen this before where certain games like Stray, for example. Now, granted, yeah. uh, that, that may have had a, a slightly larger budget than your typical indie game, but I feel mm -hmm. like it's still from an indie team. And then that mm -hmm. got... Put on to, to PlayStation Plus. PlayStation. There is a new game that I saw that we'll probably talk about later that I did notice when they announced the PlayStation Plus games for March. It is on there. And I thought, huh, okay. Because it did have this very indie feel like it was meant for that. Mm -hmm. So to see it being offered up immediately without having time to to get like a sales base it right. makes me wonder if th there is a deal like you said is there some deal where they, they get a, a pay cut or a, a chunk of change i guess right up front and say hey we want to offer this up because we believe in it we think a lot of people are going to enjoy it so here's you some money that'll cover yeah. however much because it has to be a substantial amount. They have to I have some sort of understanding about how much money they're going to make or they mm -hmm. think they'll make. So like an estimated projection. So do you think that, uh, uh, say, a million players are going to buy this game? So you have to compensate them for that amount. Right. But I don't I, think they're thinking think, that high, oh, though. I'm sure not. Yeah. 
So well, it's a it's a crapshoot, honestly, because they have to think long term. In the moment, is that going to be viable for us to continue on? Sure. Will we feel like we've made a profit in some way to offer it up so they can offer it up on this Game Pass or, mm-hmm. or whatever it may be? Yeah. So I don't know. I feel like it is a gamble because on one hand, you are a small independent game out there so you need uh, something to kind of boost it up and sony can do that or even xbox can do that for your game but at the same time your trailer your 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 presentation could have won the hearts of everybody and you could have been sitting on a bigger gold mine than you thought but then now people are like oh shit i'm gonna go get that or maybe it's per download i don't know Right. I was kind of hoping it was something per download. Um, I mean, I've never seen a contract, obviously, that yeah. you know they've made with um, a developing team to have put their game on their platform. Um, I mean, I feel like it has to be a pretty significant amount if in the report Microsoft actually redacted the percentage decline um, that it presented. So I feel like it has to be significant if they're redacting the actual percentage i could be wrong mm. i could yeah, just I be cynical but like feels like it's got to be significant if you're not gonna tell us um so it does their internal analyst analysis <laughs> does show that there is a decline in the base game sales 12 months following their addition to the game pass um and i see part of me wasn't it like phil spencer that was saying however many years ago that it would not 100 percent. we promise it's not you know so it's like are you just like lying to all these people now to get their games <sighs> you know mm-hmm. i just i go to the dark place unfortunately when it comes to larger companies and screwing people over for money um Again, I'm more concerned about the indies. I just, I want them to get their due. If you enjoyed it, you know, some way for them to be able to continually make these things. Um, But yeah, I was pretty sure Phil Spencer was like, it'll boost sales, you know, and none of us, we don't know. We don't know. (laughs) But it does sound like it's cannibalizing sales. So I I, I don't know. Take that with what you will. Um, But again, I know me, so I know I'm using it just to play the triple A's that I'm never going to spend 70 bucks on and that I probably don't play repeatedly, Hmm. you know, that I wouldn't play again. And if it's an indie I'm really into, I always just go buy it. They're never asking that much, really. No, hardly ever. 20 bucks, 25, I think. You know, maybe I, I feel like a lot of them could be charging more and they don't. Mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes I'm getting a more value for that $30 than I ever did. You know what? I don't know if I've paid 70 for a game yet. Honestly, it's so rare that I buy anything that's new in AAA. I have. Um, <laughs> well, I'm just like, yeah, I don't think I have yet. Um, so anyway, I, I just wanted to discuss that with you because I sure. my heart always goes out to the smaller teams and I feel like if they're redacting it, it has to be a significant per- percentage that I wonder if it would be worth it for indies to keep taking part in. Sure. Why? Well, need your name out. Since you brought that up, I did want to kind of clarify something that I've, I stated on the show a few weeks back. And uh, I think maybe I had my facts. Uh, well, I definitely had my facts incorrect, but I, mm. the article apparently just posed it wrong okay so i had mentioned something about the playstation plus collection being dissolved and i thought that that meant the monthly games in which they offer up and i think that's how i framed 
the news because that's what I thought they meant. Right. According to the article I read, that's what it sounded like to me. Uh-huh. That is not the case. Oh, okay. The PlayStation Plus collection was a set or a certain set of games that if you were new to PlayStation Plus or you were a PlayStation Plus subscriber, these games were automatically gifted to you as like, these are yours to have mm-hmm. in your library. So it was like uh, Horizon, Death oh, yeah. Stranding. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are two that just popped into my head. A few yeah. other bigger games. Yeah. But it, it were, you know, some... I think Uncharted uh, was one of them. Oh, like uh, the Legacy Collection or yeah. something I think I saw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So these were just games that they said, these are yours. To st- I mean, the, you can have them. And they and then if them. you want to have all these others in the library, you can go through there. And of course they change. But these, these are your core games. They're yours. They're, okay. they're getting rid of that. Service, right. Right. So right. this collection of games is dissolving. That's what's going away. So uh, you'll still get the other games, but... I don't know if these anymore. will remain. That's that's the thing that I, I feel like I still haven't gotten clarification on because Death Stranding, for example, that was a game that I just played. So that was part of that collection. If I was playing that mid-game and then they just said, so would that mean that did I lose that? Or because it's already in my library, do I still get to keep it? Yeah, I feel like, it, well, at least it used to be. Anyway, yeah. as long as you had the service and it was in your library, you had access to it. Mm. And if you ever canceled your subscription, then which is fair, gone. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's fine. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. Since the new thing, that would be interesting to find out. We should do a deeper dive so right. we can see <laughs> what's going on there. So um, that yeah. that I just wanted to clarify that when I read that, I was like, okay, well then, good because I still like the monthly games, even if I don't play yeah. them, even yeah. if if sometimes it's just like eh. It's nice to know that should something come around, and I'm like, oh, uh-huh. cool, I wanted to play that. Then it's there, and I can play it whenever I, I take the notion. Like mm-hmm. the quarry. Right. I was just looking that up. I was like, oh, my God, does that say exactly, download? Yeah. And my hub's like, yeah, it does look like it says download and not buy. And I'm like, well, mm-hmm. holy shit, here we go. You know, yep. I was just going to see if it was on sale yet. <laughs> But okie doke. Um, so this other story I just really kind of wanted to talk about because I think it's hilarious considering the source that's talking about this. Um, so I'm going to butcher the name. I apologize. It's just it is what it is. Hidetaka? Sounds right. Suhiro? Let's go with that. Um, the let's say the game director behind Deadly Premonition and Deadly Premonition 2. So I'm pretty ah. sure we've all at least heard of those games, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so reading a little article about a pretty rough stance that he takes on free post-launch updates, uh, claiming that devs should be charging for them, for all of them, for uh, all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's a, de- a game director. Now, just like, like if you heard what I said for a minute, the game director of Deadly Premonition... A deadly premonition too, saying that post-launch updates should be charged for. Now, if most of you are screaming, going, but he made deadly premonition, then yeah, you probably said the same thing I did, uh, which is why I find this hilarious because he's those games never came out in a playable state ever, and so my debate would be: Do you mean like you just never want to fix the game? Or if you're talking content DLC, maybe I'd be willing to have a nuanced conversation with you about whether people should be charged 
for a post-launch update. But the way the article is making it sound like he's just saying updates and and then if I look at the track record and how he's never or his studios at least have ever gone back and fixed their games maybe now we know why people he thinks that uh, we should pay for the rest of the game instead of but they've never come out in a playable state never deadly premonition has been on steam for I don't even know how long and has never been playable since it went up there. It has not been updated. It's not been touched. I still went back just for funsies to read if any new reviews had popped up on Steam since then. And there's plenty of people going, hey, when is this going to get patched? And we're like, oh, you poor little soul. He's not fixing it. No. It's it's never going to get fixed. So I just found it hilarious considering the source that you never actually gave us a game that worked in the first place, but you're going to complain that we want post-launch updates. Like, we kind of just want you to make it playable. We liked your game enough to play it. I even said the first one, even though it was broken as Mm -hmm. like the Twin Peaks feel that it was based off of and everything, the, the story was just bizarre enough for someone like me to stay invested. I think weird things can be fun like that. But, um, yeah, I just thought it was hilarious that this guy's going, yeah, nobody should get any post updates free. And I'm like, you've never made a game that worked. So you need to sit down and shut up. Right. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. Yeah. Anyway. Um, and just to tack on, he has a newest work that came out called The Good Life um, and, and, uh, and actually put out a $10 update, which appears to have the true ending, according to players. Screw you. Yeah. And of course, was plagued with technical issues when it came out, which I am not shocked by this. Again, Deadly Premonition and Deadly Premonition 2. I'm just going to keep saying that. (laughs) Since they were such a huge mess. Which, those two games have actually been described as one of the most shambolic final products we've seen in modern gaming with regards to stability. I believe it. Yep, yep, and I couldn't agree more. It was really a hot mess. Yeah. Um, so there you go, people. The person who can't put out a completely finished, stable game thinks we need to pay for any DLC, patch updates, anything moving forward. Just no. thought that would be hilarious to throw out there. Nope. That of all people. <laughs> of all people. Um, let's see here. Uh, let's move on to state of play. I'm looking at the time. We got, we got our work cut out for us when it comes to state of play. There was a few things that I saw in there that looked like fun, Mm -hmm. um, that we got some deeper looks into a few of them. A couple of new games that caught my eye that I didn't know were coming out and I'm kind of weirded about. And then the controversy surrounding one, which I think is hilarious. (laughs) So, um, let's see here. We did, I'm going to, I'm going to do those ones. Okay. Yeah. Let's do it that way. So did you see humanity? I did. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you're a dog. It looks like, and to me, it just seems like it's a puzzle game, um, where the gamer looks like you could also create and design your own levels at some point also Mm -hmm. eventually. Um, but it seems to kind of lean on the idea that humanity has just like lost their sense of purpose. And this dog's kind of herding you back on track. You as the dog or possibly guide them towards the light Mm -hmm. pillars of light towards, I don't know the wolf's issue commands. (laughs) Yeah. I thought that was kind of cute. I don't know. What did you think of this one? It looks kind of like a chaos. There, it gave me uh, Lemming vibes. And yes. Even just the way they they kind of laid it out, it seemed like it would be a very intriguing puzzle game. 
because there seemed to be a lot of elements to it. It wasn't just, you know, simply this or simply that. There were a mm-hmm. lot of different things going on, whether yes, it was, there was just traversing one area to avoiding other people, to fighting other people, and just... The battles looked yeah. intense. So there were just a lot of different elements, and I kept watching it going, I, would I play this? Maybe, And by the end of it, I was like, probably play this i think i'll play this you know i can see me sinking some time into it just check yeah, it out just at least I don't know for try how long. it yeah yeah so it it definitely seemed unique enough right. that i would want to to at least give it a shot and we'll definitely. see where it goes for there yeah if you didn't watch the trailer siblings it definitely looks a little different than some things that i've seen before so definitely check that one out if you hadn't already i think our siblings are good Mm. little gamer so they probably watch state of play along with the rest of us sure um and then there was another um standard to me narrative story-based game uh goodbye volcano high i think we saw a little bit of this before though because like the animal characters and everything seemed very familiar to me as if i had seen sort of a trailer or we have discussed that it was being made um so you have qtes choose from your dialogue options move the sword i I mean it looks like just like a coming of age story Hmm. for teenagers trying to find their way in life their final year of high school um how we're going to be a teen transition into adult but you play as animals yeah Hmm. so this could be hit or miss for me because sorry teenagers is the main focus Mm mm-hmm Sometimes it's just too obnoxious for me to get through because of how people decide to write teenagers. Um, but it may not be. I don't know. I'm kind of on the fence. And, and this would be my wheelhouse kind of. <laughs> like, this was, uh, these are this was from the same people that did uh, Had a Full Boyfriend. Was that correct? Was this the one? Oh, maybe. I should have wrote that down. Hold on. Let me go back I, to feel, I remember seeing that with one and I, I feel like it was that one. Because I was very curious about it too. I, I appreciate like the animation and everything, like the animated cutscenes. Yeah, that was kind of impressive. But I, I know that it kind of goes back into the more dating sim type element, like was, Hattable or Hattable yeah, Boyfriend. So, uh, uh, I, yeah, I'm kind of with you. There's something about it, like from a gameplay perspective, with the animation and everything, that was kind of intriguing enough for me to be like, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the same time, it's not my typical game that I play. Right. So it'd be like, right, we'll see, you know, where, right. where I'm at in my headspace, if I feel I'm playing it or not. If I'm just looking just to sit back and just hit buttons for responses, sure. <laughs> then that's hey, sure. If your QTEs are harder than the Corey, we'll already be doing better. Mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs> like, I'm not a big gamer, but a little challenge is nice, you know. Um, so, yeah, I, I, June 15th. So we know we have a release date for that. Um, I don't know. I guess it would just be another one of, of watch the trailer and decide. I just mm. don't know that the story is intriguing enough for me personally. So I'll just say I'm not sure it's for me. Right. Um, but a well-made narrative story-based adventure game? Probably. Maybe. Or not adventure, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, we got a look at three new characters for Street Fighter VI. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I know you were more Mortal Kombat, but um, I know some people who listen that you know enjoy the Street Fighters. Mm-hmm. Um, so we saw Zangrief. I hope I'm saying their names right. Zangrief. Zangrief. Geef. Um, Geef. Geef. Yeah, Zangrief. Zangrief. Yeah. And I even wrote that, but it seems like grief just in my head makes it gotcha. whatever. That guy, big beefy the, dude. The big Russian. People are all, yeah. 
Um, Lily mm-hmm. was another one. Um, her specials looked kind of fun. Yeah. Um, and then Cammy, which Cammie. I guess is our fanfare character from her yeah. nice little stretchy Archie move that she did for us. Um, <laughs> so I enjoyed the darker feel of her character, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. What do you think? Are you excited for this at all? Those characters? I mean, I haven't really been excited for a Street Fighter game in a long time. Not that I have a, I mean, I played my share of the game, but I guess with Mortal Kombat, the reason I kind of lean more toward it is it's not just a fighting game. Like even playing games like, uh, what was it? Marvel versus Capcom where they did those I played them and I was like, yeah, this is fine. But I guess I want more than just punch, punch, kick, punch, punch, kicks, special move, win. You know, I guess with Mortal Kombat, you get a little bit more with fatalities and things like that. So Mm -hmm. you can do something. You're looking forward to that, that finishing moment, you know? Um, so yeah, we'll see if you're excited about that. Let us know. Um, then we got another deeper look at Resident Evil 4. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, of course it looks great. Yeah. I don't know that I can complain about them doing these complete rebuilds with the graphic engines and everything. Because, yeah, it looks it looks great. I can't yeah. complain about the graphics and everything. Um, I mean, I thought looked at two and three. Yeah. I didn't, I, you know, I wasn't I guess sad or upset or thinking they'd screw it up, you know. No, and and I felt like there were some similar story beats. Like you saw, it was still kind of following the same narrative. Oh, but yeah. I, I was yeah, curious. I saw her there. Yeah, I was curious. Well, you have to have her there. <laughs> I know, damn. But I was curious to know if they have made any alterations to the story, uh, whether to accommodate maybe the gameplay style that it is now or the cinematic scope that they have now. Mm-hmm. Or if they're hitting the same, I mean, from beginning to end, same beats, just different way of telling the story. From what I saw of the trailer, it feels the same. I mean, I didn't listen to the dialogue, of course, mm-hmm. or hear all of that. But I was watching the trailer and could remember exactly those moments when yeah. I played the original game. So that's why I'm thinking probably because I want to say the remake of two and three didn't really stray in the story. Just how they kind of told it at the beginning part. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember if in the original. Yeah, you played both. It's been so long since I played it on the N64. Sure. Uh, no, two. Um. You played both before, or was it just her? No, I played, yeah, now in uh, Resident Evil 2, yeah, you definitely had, you got to play as both Leon and, um, oh, Claire. Was it Claire? Yeah. Yeah. uh, yeah. So it was like either, either or, and then the stories you could see where they'd kind of intertwine at some point, Mm -hmm. and that's how they kind of did that there. Uh, I'm trying to, three's the one I'm not as familiar with. Like, I played it once. And I don't even think I've played the remake. I think I've only played the remake. Hmm. But I don't recall. Yeah. Yeah, but I know for a fact I've played the the remake. So um, super short. I wasn't. Maybe the original was super. I, I don't know. Considering the length of the other ones, I think I thought it would be longer. Sure. No, it's. <laughs> I, you know, I feel like it's funny about three that everybody's always like, "Oh yeah, that's where Nemesis comes in." Oh, but yet yeah, no one really talks about the game as a whole. It's yeah, just that one thing well. because I don't remember a lot about it. I know more about one, two, and even zero 
than I do yeah. about three. <laughs> yeah. Well, I kept hearing rumors about Code Veronica maybe getting that treatment and all that kind of stuff, yeah. which would be kind of interesting. I don't know. But at least we had mercenaries mode confirmed. You yeah. know, I know we were talking about that and we're pretty sure that it would go in, you know, but I mean, um, so that's that's where the, the mode started was four. So if you didn't put it in, that would be like well, a huge middle finger. Sure. And like, were you going to give it to us in an update later? Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, I don't <laughs> trust these people. Uh, March 24th. Uh, demo should be coming soon, according to that trailer. So mm-hmm. we'll see if it's another one of those time trailers or not trailers demo. Yeah. Um, you yeah, know, yeah. Where you had like the one shot one hour or 30 minutes or whatever it was, which was an interesting way to do it. I wouldn't mind trying out a demo just simply because I'm curious how they're going to change the uh, gameplay mechanics because... It's got to be smoother. Yeah, because the first one was a little rough around the edges. And even when they tried to do updates like on the Wii or, you know. See, I played it on the Wii. Yeah, it just, there were elements to it that were good and then others not so much. Yeah, yeah, it was a rough, it was a rough go. I got through it. I'm Mm. pretty sure I beat it. Oh, yeah. I've it's beaten been a that while, game, but I'm pretty sure. But it was on the Wii. Times. <laughs> okay, well, I only did it the once. I was happy after that that I mm-hmm. <laughs> that I even managed to make it. Um, and then uh, last one in these rounds of games, anyway, that I decided to chat with you about. Oh man, the Suicide Squad killed the Justice League, right? Yeah. We got a really long look at this one. It was what the last 10, 15 minutes of the state of play mm-hmm. um we got a lengthy look i admit the story does look fun i mean i like the characters getting to play as the villains and against an evil justice league i mean yeah. that's an intriguing kind of story i think that would be fun to see play out um but as rocksteady kept chatting about the game and i feel other people started to feel the same way from other murmurings i saw later on um I feel live service, live service, like coming through this so hard. Um, And especially if I have to be online for my single player mode, you can screw all the way off. Mm -hmm. I'm glad I wasn't the only one because, as you said, the longer they kept talking, I was starting to raise my eyebrow saying, wait a minute, I thought this was uh, this type of game. And then you keep Mm -hmm. talking about this shit that sounds very familiar to live service games and i don't like what you're implying yeah i don't like where this is going right now yeah started Uh, to sound very marvel's avengers and i was uh like "Mm." well even at the end i think they said something about it with your battle pass you get these cosmetics or whatever so Mm -hmm. yeah i have a feeling that that's what it's going to be (laughs) i don't think they're going to try to put that up front of course um but yeah, I just got this feeling as they went along that the transmog system might eventually be, you know, pay for a skin if you want or, you know, ha, it's, it, being online for single player mode just always bothers me mm-hmm. in any game I buy. So, so I'm torn. The story and stuff sounds like a lot of fun. It might be one I'd like to watch. I mean, you get to play Harley Quinn, Captain Boomerang, uh, Dead Sharp and King Shark. Mm-hmm. If you want to play on the single player, supposedly you can float around between all four because AI will take over your other characters so you can play by yourself or you can jump into a match with your friends if you got them. And then and they can all play them. As they were talking about the characters, and this is where, again, started to sound very much Avengers-esque, 
They were just like, and in the future, we'll have new characters for you to play. And I was like, uh, okay. Yeah, so I don't know. It seemed like it was a double-edged on that word. Or I'm like, man, the story, the characters, all of that seems fun. Even the combat seems fun, but... But other stuff. in the moment, I mean, the more you start to observe and examine what you're looking at, it just mm. doesn't seem like the game that we were being promised. No, no, no. So, I don't know, siblings, what do you think about that one? Was this one you were looking forward to? Did it disappoint you? Was this about exactly matched what your expectations were going to be for this game? Oh, I don't sh- know. Let us know. <laughs> I'm sure someone out there is going, no, this is exactly what I expected. Uh-huh, uh-huh. No, for sure, coming out of them. Anyway, um, and so then, of course... Uh, we got some look at some new PSVR 2 games because, of mm-hmm. course, that's a thing that happened um, yeah. if you all are keeping track of the Sony news. Um, so I figured I'd save some of the um, VR titles here for last, and then we'll figure out what we're doing from there. Um, so, well, go ahead. It'll look like you're about to say something. Yeah, well, before you go into that, because I don't think this is a, a VR title per se, but this is the game that I wanted to talk about. And I... I hate when they do this where I, I can't, I don't know how to pronounce a thing. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just going to say Takaya. Oh. Takaya. Yes. Takaya. Yes. 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 Takaya. I think. Chia. I think it might be a Chia. I think With we the T being the silent, so I'm not yeah. just, but why not yeah. just, I don't know. I don't understand languages. Either in English or hard. This was the game that was coming to PlayStation Plus, and oh, yeah. there was something about it. As I was watching the trailer, I was like, uh, "Yeah, I, you know, it has a very indie feel. It seems intriguing, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I was kind of pulling back away from it because it was like, well, maybe I don't know if it'll have the the substance that I'm looking for. I don't know, but mm-hmm. I, I was debating on it, and then when I saw it on PlayStation Plus, I was like, well. Screw it. Cool. I'll just add it and then I can play it. Yeah. And it looks like it took the risk away. So then that kind of goes back to my point, you know, maybe they didn't sell it well enough, but it is probably a good game that Sony was like, no, 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 let's offer this up because people are going to miss out because we can't, it's not, Mm -hmm. you're not hooking people, but we believe in it. And I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. No, I mean, it was a very bright, colorful puzzle game. Um, it looks like there's something there. Kind of like sure. uh, Kenna yeah. and the Bridge of Spirits. You know, there was something yeah. about that when you first saw it. It was like, oh, man, that looks, there's something mm. there. It does look gorgeous. You know, too. so yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's the same, same with this, how I feel about it. There's something there that I want to try. Mm-hmm. And hopefully it will be fulfilling in some right. way. But, yeah, yeah I just yeah. want to touch on that before we, we went along to the VR titles. Yes, yes. We had some, some of them look pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Well, the first one that they showcased, I think it was kind of opened the whole state of play, even with the Foglands. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, this one actually <coughs> did look like it could be a lot of fun, a steampunkish shooter type. Yeah. Um, however, the large spiders would be a nope for me. <laughs> we have an arachnid mode. That would be great. But it's been so long since I VR'd. It would take a while for me to get my legs back, I, I would think, on this one. But... Uh, yeah, what did you think? I thought it was just an interesting. I liked the the the. I don't know ambiance they created. Yeah. It seemed kind of fun. I think the aesthetic kind of got me in a little bit. Uh, I, one thing I was kind of hoping to see with the VR titles is 
something new, something fresh, How are you something taking advantage original. of the hardware? Yeah, or the, right, because yeah. the one thing that I've started to notice about a lot of these games is there is a pattern of what kind of game you're offering. Uh-huh. And sometimes they don't seem to have uh, any kind of ingenuity in place it's just like all right well dad you got a gun and you go bang 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 and see haha that's what this is for or we're just gonna have you sit in a room and pick shit up and throw it and be like ah look at me look at it's all vr baby right so that's why i'm looking for something that looks intriguing right and this it does kind of have those elements of the other games but they're putting Mm -hmm. it in a different kind of package and it it the aesthetic. Yeah, is, I really is, liked the aesthetic. Yeah, it's it's selling me on that. So a good a good maybe. You know. Yeah, solid maybe. Yeah. Check it out. Uh yeah. I mean I, I didn't see anything outside of that that seemed so new to it to um continue on with. Mm-hmm. Um but uh the other one I saw in there was Green Hell, um, which I think is um well I, I shouldn't say I think I know for a fact it was a flat game that came out a few years back. So mm. it's being made into well, clearly made into VR. Um so if you like survival games and maybe you already played the pancake game or whatever we call flat games now, um you might like it in VR. I mm. mean it looks like it's a little bit more polished up. Um but yeah, just I, I hate to knock on games or whatever, but to me it just kind of looked like other survival games that yeah. I've played in the past, like The Forest and heck, The Forest even has its sequel coming out, Sons of the Forest. Mm. Or did mm. it come out already? I don't know. Either way. Like so, you know, trying to survive in the Amazon rainforest kind of situation. So if you like survival, I don't see why you wouldn't like it. A little bit different mechanics for you in, in mm-hmm. VR. But I don't know. What did it do anything for you? I mean, clearly it didn't because I'm Having vague recollections of watching the trailer. Because <laughs> yeah. I was looking it up, and even when I saw it, I'm sitting there going, oh, yeah. Eh. And <laughs> that's yeah. about where I left it. Uh, eh. yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't see anything special really coming out. And again, it's a game that's been out already for a little bit, so yeah. there's no surprises there. Um, and then Synapse? Yeah. Yeah, I mean... So I first noticed when I went back to watch the trailer that it was muted for copyright, which I found hilarious. So I had to go back to the Sony page. I'm like, what am I doing with my life? Why am I over here? <laughs> it's because like, why are you going to make a trailer you're going to copyright? But I don't anyway. Oh, shit. Uh, I don't see why because it was all like pew pew sounds. So I'm like, I didn't know, you know, gun sounds are copyrighted. Anyway, <laughs> I mean, I thought it looked kind of fun. Um, do you think the game was on rails? Kind of had that sense about it. Maybe just the way they they uh, advertise it. Maybe it's not, but it really well, felt a like section it was. Is. Maybe. Yeah. See, now I personally don't mind that if sure. the game is fun and fast paced. Because like I loved Blood and Truth. That mm. was on Rails, you know. Um, and some other action games that I played like that on PC VR was on Rails that I loved because I could still just kind of like dodge around, grab my gun, do all that stuff. So it was fine for me, not necessarily also having to find my way. Right. Um, the shooting did seem kind of satisfying. And I like having magic and stuff because you're just not magic in real life or science, whatever it is that's going on there. Science, hmm. uh, magic. Um, I mean, it's from End Dreams who did Far Cry VR. So if you liked that, then maybe um, 
or I'm sorry, Far Cry VR dive into insanity. Ah. You just got to be specific since I know there's so many Far Cry games. <laughs> That's true. Um, but I don't know what you think on this one. Uh, like I might have enjoyed it more than you. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know. Every time I see one of these dusky futurist, I don't know, sure. just even just like the, the cover art, I'm looking at it and I would immediately go, eh. Yeah. I don't know. Like it just, looks like the rest. Yeah. It's like no one's doing It's why I'm just so hell-bent. You have to do something to wow me. Ooh, Stop yeah. making it look like everything else. That's why I don't want to see another Call of Duty. Or when they're just like, here's... Uh, here's guns. Cool. Here, Yeah, here's guns. Here's... We're in <laughs> doing super uh, zombies or, or we're knights of a thing. And here... I don't know. Just it all yeah. looks the same. Yeah. And yeah. when I see that and you're not doing anything to impress me beyond... Oh yeah, this looks like that game and that game and like, that game. It still could be fun, but but aesthetically, it just looks dull and boring. And I've seen this a hundred times over. Yeah. Well, maybe if you like Isaac Isimov, that'll draw you in more yeah. too, because it was based off of you know one of his books. Um, and I know the hubs read him. You mm-hmm. know, uh, so maybe if maybe. you're an Isaac Asimov fan, I know that that fan that seems like a very niche group of people. But- sure. <laughs> No, I did. I, I did remember that they they kind of pushed that as uh, their mm-hmm. selling points. Like, hey, Asimov's universe. <laughs> right. It's like, right. okay, yeah, I'm glad. <laughs> Got to ride something, I guess. Yeah. Um. So there was only two more. So I figured may as well go through them. Uh, yeah, we're doing fine. Um. <laughs> so uh, oh, right, let's just do this last one before your eyes. That seemed more like an experience to me. Mm-hmm. than a full game so admittedly this doesn't look like one i would be interested in um oh you know what i have got to correct myself journey to foundation is the game with isaac asimov i totally oh. wrote that backwards so let's do that i put my one line should have been below my thing you guys i don't even write my own notes to make sense for myself so i apologize Let's correct that while we have the the chance to. Journey to Foundation is the one based off of Isaac Asimov. Um, That's where so, I was getting confused because I was yeah, like, I, was I that wrote the that one? sentence above my title for some reason. And then mm. I'm like, that didn't sound right. But here we are. Here we are. I can confuse myself in an instant. Um, but I did write this note. Now it's coming back to me. Um, it wasn't very smooth sequences. Did you notice? Yeah. Yeah. Like there was little... some tearing and... Some stuff going on in your trailer, which is concerning. Yeah, no, I. That's bad. I can I, see granted, moments where it seemed like tracking was lost. Yeah, granted, uh, early design, but you're trying to sell the game. You need your best shots uh-huh. in your trailer, uh-huh. not that. So yeah, it was a little concerning to me because um, I did. I rewound it a little bit and I slowed it down, and sure enough, it just looks like either tearing or or where you would be losing tracking because yeah i'm sure we've all played vr where you know where you're holding something but then your hand looks like it's actually two or three inches below it like it wasn't mm-hmm. done correctly or what's the word i'm looking for uh, scan yourself back in and i guess i don't know the calibrate? word calibrate there you go sure yeah, calibrate that it. sounds fine um so, I don't know. They said they're aiming for a fall 2023 release. So, I I don't know. It needs some more love. If that's mm. what I'm seeing in the trailer, that's all I'll say. So, apologies. Journey to Foundation is the Isaac Asimov based on 
foundation. <laughs> yeah, now that <laughs> not did kind of its own thing. That one did kind of intrigue me, but okay. again, yeah, it tears and whatnot. It was like ah. Yeah, in the trailer. I was really surprised. And I'm like, and you're trying to sell your new VR. Yo! Mm. (laughs) Yo! (laughs) Not this one. Um, So now Before Your Eyes, which was the last one that I believe was showcased as far as a VR uh, game title, Mm. um, which to me looked more like an experience than a game. Sure. Um, Not one I'd necessarily be interested in either, but I can see its charm. Sure. Um, Yeah. Relaxing VR is valid. You know? Maybe it's a, it's a maybe, you know, if he mm-hmm. happened to be offered to me and for free or something, maybe, maybe. I mean, Skybound is behind it. So there's yeah. that, you know, it, it, you know, I'm trying to keep an open mind, but mm-hmm. I don't know when it says emotional first person narrative. I like to try to stay dead inside because I don't <laughs> like to cry. So I always try to not put sad things in my eye holes. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you like to have emotions and go through that and it's cathartic for you, then, you know, there you go. Sure. <laughs> but I think this is also a remake from a game that's been out for a little bit um, where you had like a blink interaction where you could, um, if you turned on your webcam, apparently, and you could scan yourself in and do that with the regular game too. But now with the VR, it should be tracking your eyeballs. So if you blink or something. Certainly, Although, certainly. would you notice... Because you're blinking. You never know. Because I feel like my eyes were closed for that second anyway. Would I notice if it happened in game? Just these are the questions that I have. It's true. It's very true. (laughs) My eyes are closed. How good is this feature to me, really? (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, I don't know. What would you think? Yeah, maybe. The design aesthetic... um, felt familiar like i'd seen that in other games before yeah. but not not in a like bad way Ju- there was another one june oh last uh, day of june yeah kind of yeah. maybe a little a little of um what's that other the the goose game kind of where oh maybe yeah the, with that, the, uh, the coloring and, yeah yeah there are various aesthetics that i've seen in other games and again not not in a bad way familiar in in that mm-hmm. aspect to where it's like oh yeah okay so it's a little inviting in that way but you know Kind of yeah. seen it before in a way, in a way, so not in a bad way, but so I mean, kind of a weird, I guess, first lineup for, uh, you know, I guess this is what you get right now if you have PSVR two. These are the the games that are coming out. Sure. Um, and then that, I mean, unless there was a game that I skipped, I know I skipped Destiny and stuff because I don't think nah. we play it. Hmm. Um, and maybe you all do, but you know, Destiny Two Lightfall, that's the thing launching this week. I guess, you know, if you like it, there you go. You got a, you got some more stuff. And of course, Naruto, Baruto. I don't know that we know anything about that. I, Sorry, guys. My wife knows about Naruto and even yeah. she's watching it going, huh, they got voice <laughs> actors back. So you did that. <laughs> That's about you it. Did, and I was like, did oh. a thing. Good for you. I wasn't- oh, and Baldur's Gate 3 is coming to PlayStation 5. If you were looking forward to that too. <laughs> I'm sure somebody out there so mad. That I snoozed on that, but I'm sorry. Is nothing about it appeals to me in the slightest. Yeah, it's not mine either. Uh, But the only other little quick get that I wanted to mention last week too. um, Did you see that Sony is developing wireless earbuds for the PS5? I kind of love this idea. I did not love this. Yeah. So um, supposedly could be out towards the end of the fiscal year of 23. So like April, March. Well, I guess. 
April 23 to like March of 24. I think that's their fiscal year or whatever. Anyway, called Project Nomad for now, but it looks to aim at to have like a five hour battery life charging case you know probably what you would get with wireless earbuds already yeah and, um and and but i still read in here needing a wire for updates and i'm like sony for the love of god have you heard of wi-fi hey it's been around a while why are we still doing this especially considering you've just you've launched a beta for the playstation 5 to where you can now wirelessly update your controller Let's get on board, man. Let's stop it with the wires. Like, Jesus Christ. Anyway. Jesus Christ. <laughs> but, you know, when I was reading um, the the release date time, mm-hmm. I feel like it's around the same time they were talking about, like, your kind of piecemeal PlayStation where, like, you can get the detachable CD drive if you wanted or this. So it's like, are we... Okay. I don't know. Is it going to be some bigger launch towards the end of the year that we know of with all of this stuff? Anyway, I just thought it was neat to finally get like a wireless option for console. They might have them on other ones, but if if yeah, they're going cool. earbuds and they um, are of top quality, I mean, granted, I know they're probably going to cost upwards a hundred dollars for uh, at least because I, would say, I think a bill thirty at least. But yeah. I had I have two sets of earbuds. One was a cheap. Uh, Amazon branded wireless, you know, they yeah. they kind of look like the <laughs> the Apple where they've got the little uh, I don't know what the hell you call them. Looks like you got shit hanging out of your ears. Oh you yeah, know? the Apple I, yeah. I, iBuds or whatever. Yeah, I've they have that. a very similar design aesthetic. Sound is kind of like eh, it's fine. It's mm-hmm manageable for whatever if you're just doing something quick and you just want some quick earbuds it's fine but then i thought you know what let's invest a little deeper i want to get some genuine earbuds that are going to cost a little extra i did my research tried to find what i wanted to get got some galaxy earbud uh whatever the the more recent type were at the time when i got them Mm -hmm. completely different wholly different the sound the sound it's quality so immersive. You the the setting on there where you can kind of do the noise reduction and everything yes. like that. Oh god, I love that. Like there's even times that I've listened to songs I have heard time and again and I hear new things through these buds, whether it's like another instrument or or something in the background that I've never heard before and now I can yeah. hear it. And it just yeah. blows my mind sometimes. I'm like, "Holy shit, why have I, how have I never heard this before?" And now I hear it. Good quality sound, man. So if Sony can do that, yeah, I'm in. Especially with all the extra stuff that they have going on in there, because sometimes there's stuff that's only coming out of your controller. Yeah. So like that sound, yeah. I wonder how you could do that to make it in the bud too. Hmm. I would be all in for it. Absolutely. Yeah. If if they put it to that quality. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. I hope so. I hope so. I mean, I guess we'll see later on this year if it actually releases. Um, I don't know what it'll eventually be named. I just know Project Nomad is what it is doing right now. Mm-hmm. And if you could actually get five hours out of it, I think that would be pretty solid, too, yeah, honestly. For sure. I mean, that seems about fair for wireless earbuds these days, but, you know, I yeah. don't know. It depends on, I guess, how long you're really using stuff. Um, but that's all I got. And I feel like that would be great to go into our, well, I should see, do you have anything else before you start your headliner today? I don't. We're going to jump right into it. Let's do it. I'm excited. I am excited for this one. 
I'm talking about the PlayStation VR 2, baby. Yeah. And you're probably thinking, how the fuck? Right? Well, <laughs> you see, Sony came a-knocking on my door a couple yeah. of months back and said, hey, um, do, do you want one of these PlayStation VR 2s we're coming out with? Because if you do, we've got a ticket for you. And here's what's going to happen is you got 72 hours to make up your mind. And if you want it, cool. If you don't... Oh, I love that. So I thought about it. I did. And I was like, yeah. huh, I got three days to figure this out. All right. And I figured it out. And I pre-ordered. And I got mm -hmm. it. So this is not a sponsored video. This is I bought this with my yeah. own monies. And I know it was expensive because yeah. I didn't just get the base. I got it a whole bundle. You just so, did it all. Yeah. yeah, I was just like, shit, if I'm going to do it, let's do it upright. Let's get the whole mm -hmm. thing. So I got... This is the, why you work. Exactly. I say, if I didn't feel like I could afford it, <laughs> I wouldn't have done it. Exactly. So I got the, the actual uh, head system itself with the controllers. Mm -hmm. uh, got a charging dock and then a code for Horizon Call of the Mountain, which I will talk about along with some other games, because I didn't just stick with one thing. I wanted to try a little variety sure. as I did it. So uh, getting it out of the box, you know, you've seen the unboxings. You can go on IGN, see all that crap. Mm -hmm. You get what you get. The controllers, they're they're well-designed. You, you see that kind of more Oculus, I guess, uh, yeah, or, or like Meta the, Quest um, kind of stuff that yeah, where it kind of wraps like around hand your hand. Mm -hmm. Feels very intuitive, but I'm not used to that. Okay. OK, so that's something I'm going to talk about a little later is it felt like a new learning curve for me since I was only using these stupid ass wands that they made yeah, me for all use. this time. Yeah. So now this has now become something that I'm having to relearn in some aspects. Mm -hmm. uh, putting on the headset, it took I don't know why my dumb ass was not getting it <laughs> because when I first put it on. I felt something jabbing into my forehead. I was like, this is not comfortable at all. <laughs> and then I like readjusted this. it. And then I was like, oh, there we go. So <laughs> I just didn't have it on my head right. <laughs> it fits wonderfully. It doesn't feel weighty or anything like nice that. I guess no, no different than... I would feel slightly different. It doesn't feel as weighty as the other one did. Like it feels like it's lost like a little bit. Like even lighter? Ooh. I wouldn't say too much lighter, but... For the for the extended amount of time that I've been in it, it never felt like it started to weigh down my head. Like your head, your you neck know, was starting you, to get a little sore. Yeah, yeah. You got to a point where it's like, oh shit, I gotta. It's just feeling too yeah. heavy. Yeah. And there could be a lot to the connective portion of that, which we've seen, mm -hmm. or you may have seen, which is just the one cable, the USB C cable. Mm -hmm. It's just that simple. Plug and play. You nice. you have removed all this extra box bullshit that you don't need. The camera, right? Granite, oh, and the camera, yeah. thank God. Yeah. So, on one hand, I I do appreciate that they've simplified it, but we're still connected. Now, that being said, mm -hmm. there is a benefit to being connected in what you get graphically on the inside. Because it's not having to run through the headset itself. It's still running via the PlayStation okay. being then yeah. projected here. So... I get the benefits of mm -hmm. being connected, but I'm getting ahead of myself. We'll get to that in a moment. Uh, as you get it on, the, you'll have to go through, obviously, your calibration process, your setup process. 
I, I, I got a little excited early on. They will tell you, don't put this shit on yet. You know, it's just like, just work through all this other stuff. We'll tell you when to put it on because I put it on one and like, hey, take it off. And they're like, nah, 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 nah. And I was like, all right. I was like, I just thought it's time. And it's like, just yeah. wait a minute. I Listen like, to all right, us. Fine. So you'll go through the entire calibration process. When you put it on your head, it still kind of has the same little spot where you can kind of, uh, you have the button in the back where it pulls it out. Okay. And then even kind of where you can adjust the visor. Mm-hmm. You have a little button. I think it's on top now. Okay. So you have these two basic functions that were very present in the original PSVR. So you set it up, get it adjusted. The new addition that I love is the lens adjuster because okay. it adjusts side to side. So if maybe your eyes are not parted the same way as someone else, they can adjust it to you mean the get the OSI setting. Yeah. So you can kind of pinch it closer to your eyes or you can kind of move it out. So essentially it's your focus. So you're going to sit there and adjust it to where you are starting to see. Uh You adjust it until it feels absolutely clear for you. Can you move it forward and backward? Like if you wore glasses. That would be where your visor adjustment would kind of come in. So you would set it in. I feel like that OSI setting, I hope I'm saying that right, was on my Oculus. I thought the original PlayStation had that. It did not. No, because that was always something that always frustrated me is because when you would kind of set it on your face. Oh, you had to have it like just right. Yeah. Yeah. And you're always kind of doing this little thing where you're adjusting Uh it saying it's like, oh, man, it looks kind of fuzzy. What did I do wrong? Yeah. But with this, you can kind of adjust. Again, you have your face. Mm -hmm. Get that where you want it. And then if you feel that's comfortable, adjust your uh, lenses to where everything looks as clean as it's going to look for you. And Good. just, that's where it's nice. at. Okay, cool. Then your next setup will be trying to get your calibration set up. I can't remember all the steps specifically in which they, they went into, but it was like making sure it was paired. My controllers, for, for some dumb reason, so if you're thinking about this, I'm going to go ahead and give you a heads up. I set my controllers up before I even touched it because I thought, well, I don't have time to really play with it at this moment, so I'm going to go ahead and put them on the charger. You will have, when you put them on, if you get the charger, I'll, I'll say it like that because yeah. I would recommend it. Otherwise, Otherwise you're going to have to. Uh, cords? Yeah, you'll have to do the USB and you're going to have to charge them separately one at a time. You don't want to oh. do that. <sighs> Stupid. Yeah. So there will be these little tabs that you'll have to put into the controller to you put them on the charging dock. So okay. if you. Put them on there first. You're going to have to take those back out to then pair the controllers on the PlayStation because they want them wired in first. <laughs> because of course they do. Then you yeah. can unhook it and do that. So I didn't have. I didn't know if they were going to have a charge. I was like, well, let me go ahead and just plug them up, and that's that. I, and again, I didn't know what the the process of setup would be. Mm-hmm. So I'd already put those in, put them on the charger now. Make sure <laughs> that you see a glowing light to know that it's charging. I set sure. them on there and I thought, all right, they're on there. They're charging. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Walk away. Did not, did not pay much attention beyond that. I just thought I had it figured out. Well, apparently I didn't have them sitting on there properly because they were not charging. Because when I went to, to set it up, they were just like, no, no, no. These are dead. And I was like, well, dead? What? <laughs> You've been on what? there all day. I just got here. <laughs> what? So... Be sure to charge your controller <laughs> yes. yeah. before you do that. Uh, but 
After you do the pairing, then you have two very specific things that you have to do, which I thought were freaking amazing mm-hmm. as far as trying to calibrate your setup. First is the eye tracking. Okay. It wants you to follow. It'll start with a little dot and they say, follow it. Follow it with your eyes. Follow it with your head. Just keep your eyes on the dot. Okay. And then as so you- So they fo- do want you to move your head. Yes. they. Well, not always, but it'll tell you what to do. Okay. You know, so but just listen. It just says, pay attention. Keep your eyes on the dot. Okay. And I thought, all right, fair enough. So I would just follow it around. I even at one point thought I wasn't doing it well enough. Like maybe I just, I took my eyes off of it or I, I wasn't, I didn't move fast. I don't know. I got yeah. paranoid. <laughs> but I did that. And then they will, they will then ask you to look at certain things to see if it calibrated properly. And it, it worked. And mm-hmm. I've even checked it again just to be sure. Nice. Your eyes are doing the work. You have to keep that in mind. So it threw me off in a game, and I will talk about that later. I, but, I can imagine if, like, you're just moving your eyes and the game goes with you. That would be kind of interesting. Be, the The best way to really see it is, like, after I did the calibration and then wanted to go back and just double check it, mm-hmm. I went back in and did the eye tracking, and they said, just look around at all the dots and see how your calibration looks. Every time my eye went to a dot... And I was like, that's, that's cool. freaking cool. Yeah. So yeah. it is tracking my eye movements precisely because everywhere yeah. I looked, that's what lit up. Nice. Amazing. I love it. All right. Secondly, and you may be more familiar with this aspect than I am, but this was new for me. Room mapping. Okay. Oh, yeah. Had not had this. This was not a thing in the PlayStation 5 no. or, or the original PlayStation VR. So this is new. Mm-hmm. So now they have a room mapper. They say stand up or sit down, whatever you want to do. Map your room mm-hmm. and just get all the detail you can. So it doesn't matter. Just everything. So it doesn't matter if there's a table in a way, whatever. Map it. Right. Now, after you map it, and I didn't even realize this initially. So I want to talk about this, too, because this is an awesome feature after the fact. Is after I had it mapped, I went back to kind of remap it again because... Another feature that they will offer in your gameplay, which I don't remember in the PlayStation VR, is now you have play styles in which can be suited best suited for you. So okay. you can have standing play style, a sitting play style, nice. or something a little bit more. Those are kind of the two basics, but I also feel like they had kind of more of an expansive play style. So if it was mm-hmm. like you had a larger room, you could kind of calibrate to that. Does it scale better in sitting? Did you try it? Well, that yeah, I want to talk about those. Squatty. I I will talk about those later because I did try both. Okay. Um, so as you map the room, you know you'll get all the little details, the polygons and whatnot, and it's it's mapping the hell out of it, pretty awesome. You know, and then it will show you the floor, and even you look down and you'll see like the PlayStation pattern everywhere, and it'll say, "Take a look and make sure that the floor doesn't feel like it's floating." It's like if it and looks you like put a controller down. Well, it just kind of visually. It's like oh, okay. if it feels like the room is floating, then we want to try to yeah put the controller down, get it to kind of move or what, and readjust uh-huh. it. But if it looks like you're standing on, you know the the yeah. PlayStation bits, then you're good. You're set. Okay. Then you can take your controller, and if it feels like you didn't really map the floor out properly, you can kind of point and edge it out 
ever so refined to get the play area exactly where you want it. Nice. And yeah. kind of roughen or rough the edges or, or smooth the rough edges, I should mm-hmm. say, until you get the, the play area that you want. And then nice. it'll put it out on the grid, map it out, and be like, there you go. You got your yeah. you got your room. And right. I was like, that is cool. Yeah. Setup does feel like it takes a moment, but again, it's all well worth it because you're trying to get this set up. Now, oh yeah, you want to set up right so you can play. <laughs> exactly. So game wise, I had three options. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, one obviously was Horizon Call of the Wild. That's what came with it. I did also purchase uh, Star Wars Tales from Galaxy's Edge because Star Wars and. Sure. I thought from everything that I'd seen, I thought this would be kind of fun, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, not really had, I've done a few Star Wars VR, but this just seemed different enough that I was like, I, I want to try it out. And then this one we already had, but I thought this would be also an interesting take on it to try out No Man's Sky since they've oh, recently yeah. done their uh, VR update. And I don't, I feel like maybe I tried to do VR with No Man's Sky once before, but it just wasn't kind of hard <laughs> it wasn't happening on the the original yeah so i thought well we'll give it a try with this so starting with horizon i did start sitting down okay, okay. because i didn't want to remap the room or, and move tables and whatnot and it's like well let's just keep it simple and see how this works this does not feel like a game that needs to be played sitting down because i feel like you're very active and what you're going to be doing sure that you kind of need to move a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, visually, it was stunning to see how much cleaner it looked. I know that the screen door effect is one thing that we continue to hear about. I was going to ask. <clears throat> At times, I don't feel like I see it. And then other times I do. I don't know if that's me and my eyesight or if maybe I didn't adjust something because there are moments that it just looks very, very clean. In fact, I've heard about the technology for the VR and the eye tracking. It's supposed to flood the processing power to everything you're staring at. So oh, okay. no matter what you're looking at, your eyes are always going to be getting the best picture possible. And Which I, tr- I guess is IRL, right? Because off to your peripheral, you're sure. not looking at it as well. Yeah. So I tried to kind of keep that in the back of my head. It's like, well, maybe that's what's happening. And I just wanted to focus. And mm-hmm. at times I, I felt like I was getting the best picture possible. And again, miles, miles away from mm-hmm. the original. I'll, I'll say that wholeheartedly. But I would occasionally, at least in Horizon, did I see kind of a screen door effect aspect at times. Uh, that does kind of suck to hear, though. But So... Uh, I, I could, given time, maybe I'm just, I don't know. But I do want to make that clear that I did okay. see it for myself. Okay. Other people could say, because the, the very first time I played it, I didn't feel like I saw it. Second time I really got into it, and then it, it changed, and I really started looking into it. Now, second time through, I did stand. I remapped everything, kind of changed my room up. Definitely much better uh, play experience. Because oh, okay. now I feel like I, I'm a little bit more active. Only problem is is that I, there's a ceiling fan <laughs> right oh, above no. me, so I have to be very, very careful. And I wish I had I have a room. A hanging light in the living room that's taking a beating. Yeah, I just 
Because I did hit it once and turn it off the light somehow. So I was like, shit. So I'm trying to be cognizant of where it's at. And I wish... I need a better playroom. Especially with yeah, the VR. Really, it yeah. sucks. But far and away, it's so much better to play standing up, being active. You actually move by holding two buttons on the controllers and moving your arms. So you will feel like you're getting a workout. Furthermore, when you're having to use your bow... I did a practice run, and this is where I noticed that standing definitely needed to kind of change. Is when I was sitting, I encountered a, a watcher, I think it is from Horizon, a little the main one of the most common little robots, got the tail, the one eye, and whatever. I just felt like I wasn't, I didn't die. I, I don't know how the hell I didn't die, but I just I struggled to fight because I was fumbling with the. Sure. My bow and everything, because you do the kind of reach behind your back, reach behind your back, you aim. And I just wasn't, of course, I'm sitting down and my arms yeah, are hitting the chair and I'm just like, I can't do anything. So I felt like I was struggling. I was like, no, I got to stand up. So stood up later on, did that much better at combat. But I still feel like there are some elements to combat that I'm still struggling with because you have to hold buttons and then, you know, move your controllers a certain way to dodge, to dash. Then you have to also okay. kind of keep your eyes on your enemies. So there's a lot going on. And I'm, again, not very well versed in VR technology that I know exactly what to do or how to move it. And I'm, I don't even know where all the buttons are yet. You know, yeah, like I, yeah. I, my, my brain has not quite You'll put get it there. together. You'll adjust. Yeah. Because even where I would think, since you have two buttons over here and two buttons over there, uh-huh. circle is the top button over here, yet circle is your farthest Wait, right button over here. They on your... moved the position placement of their own buttons? That's what I. That's how it feels. So I get confused. But if you look at it through a PlayStation controller, I guess it would be about the same, but it's it doesn't feel that way either. I don't know. It just... Huh, okay. Something off about it, you know? Maybe, and it's just you probably adjusting to being separated, too, that might be giving yeah. your brain a little bit of like, wait a minute, what are we doing? Yeah. And and same with, with uh, your, your hands and your controllers is how everything is very adjusting. You you hold up your hands. You see it? Yeah. So okay. say if you've got your hands like this, my hands are, are open palm, and uh-huh. if you kind of come down with uh, your three and you've only got your pointing finger, it'll sit there and do finger guns. And then, nice. then you have to kind of pull that down too to even make a fist. And it does pretty good? Yeah. It's very responsive to everything that you're doing. So that's amazing. I do Trying... have a question on something. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, before we get far. How was it pulling stuff from your back? Were you pretty... Now, that's that's where I had to practice a little bit. And luckily they had an area in which you could kind of do target practice with bow and arrow Uh because I felt like I was struggling with it. Now, if you're not in combat and you reach back and you pull out your bow, which that's another thing too. If you're right-handed, left-handed, it accommodates to whatever you need. So feel more accurate. Did you have, Oh yeah. If I mean, pulling, pulling back the bow. Yeah. Pulling back the bow. Easy. You know, feels, feels really good going for an arrow. If you're not in a hurry, feels pretty natural. You know, you can kind of set up your arrow, go and shoot. And I've uh-huh. gotten, I felt like I was, it almost felt like luck. You know, it was like, I'm hitting these targets really well and I'm really surprised. You know, yeah. I felt like, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it was like I a straight shot Hawkeye or anything, but yeah. 
there was a point where I, I felt like I was doing really, really good. I was like, holy shit, mm-hmm. this is awesome. And in the target practice, they have a timer where you can try to beat the time. So yeah. that became my goal or points, I guess it was. But it's on a timer. You have to do it within a certain amount of time or hit all the targets within that. And then you get bonus points for whatever. So I, I aim for that. I was like, I'm going to practice here, see how well I can do. Now, if you go too fast, you can fumble your arrow and it oh, seems no. like it gets a little loose and you're... Okay. You could drop it or something like that, and it just gets weird. Mm-hmm. But what I learned is if it kind of comes off a little bit, just readjust your hand and kind of pop it into place, then pull back, and then you can get your aim back. So it's it can be a little touchy and fumbly, but uh-huh. you can readjust pretty quick if you just take a moment, uh, hey, as I'm brief as it can be. You didn't have to try to grab an arrow four or five times for the game to register you picked it up. Because that right. was one of my beefs with the original one being only on the camera. I was like, sometimes I'd be reaching for a gun and like, yeah, I can't get the I, MFR. <laughs> and that was the that was the other beauty with this too, is because with the time trial that I did with the archery, I wanted to see how fast it would work. Now, again, like I said, it would fumble at times, but I got to a point my arms got really tired oh, I bet. <laughs> because it was just like having your arm out this entire time uh-huh. and then just bam, bam, bam. Uh-huh. But I got to a point where I knew kind of the, the, the movement structure of it sure. to where I could just pa-pow, pa-pow, pa-pow. And I just kept everything moving with the occasional flub or maybe I didn't hit anything proper or my aim was a little off. Yeah. But I got this movement going to where I was constantly keeping arrows going in the bow and just nice. keeping it moving. So if yeah. once you learn that movement structure and knowing exactly where you need to be, you can just start pulling that that's shit awesome. off and just going to town. And I was like, all right, that's what I needed. I right. needed to yeah. fill this out. I wonder if the sensors in the controller kind of helped with that. I'm hoping so, yeah. yeah. Because there has to be something. Because it, there are times it feels like it goes back to those old wonky ways like one of the one of the things that is has kind of bothered me a little bit with horizon is say when you're climbing mountains or or rocks or whatever sometimes you're just like right up on it and it's like i'm trying to do this and you know because i don't want to hit the light and you're just trying to you know, do yeah, all this like and you just feel like a schmuck yeah but yeah. another interesting aspect to it and i wasn't thinking about it at the time because again this is new for me sure and this type of vr with the camera tracking on the vr is movement i can move without having to move the sticks so i could be walking and if i wanted to go left all i got to do is start turning left or turn my body left and it will continue on with me i don't have to use the sticks Mm-hmm. And at times I think about using the sticks because that's the natural feeling that I have, yeah. that I have to turn the camera. I have to, t- to, to keep moving, but you don't, you can do a complete 360 and just walk whatever direction but you're you still want. having to hold the um, joystick forward. Well, yeah, you know, or... you, you hold a, a button on each controller. So that's kind of to initiate that you're walking. So you hold okay. like the, the two bottom buttons on each controller and then just start swinging your like arms. Your arms. Yeah. And then it'll just, you're walking. So you can just walk in place and you don't really have to stomp your feet, but I just do it just for the exercise. Sure. Just why not? Move. I mean, yeah, you're just sitting here doing this in your living room anyway. So, but it, it, 
over time, like I would just start walking like a, a chump just because it was like, well, I'm walking. <laughs> why not? I'm just going to walk like a pimp. Yeah. And ass in her eyes and come out. It just, I mean, it works. And, and I, I'm anxious to try more of that game because I've, I wouldn't say that I've gotten too far, maybe two chapters in. Uh, yeah, I've gotten to right. see Aloy. Characters still feel like they're... Oh, you're not playing as Aloy? No, you're playing as know, a I Shadow Karja criminal that everybody's like you you're a you're a terrible person and like i didn't do anything (laughs) i just got here yeah i don't know what his (laughs) deal is but you know everybody's kind of be like ah you i know you but i don't know if you've ever thought this in video games or or in vr games people kind of feel like their bodies are just like they may be standing side by side to you but their heads seem so small like, you just feel like you could squeeze it with your hand. Kinda, yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. And still there? Still there. You know, people yeah. just feel smaller than they actually are, or mm-hmm. they just look small. And yeah. granted, just, I'm not on top of them or anything like that, but you just feel like you grab their head and just... It's like... I'm crushing your head. I'm crushing your head. <laughs> Why are you so little? But, no. Uh, Horizon's been a lot of fun. Then I tried a little bit of Star Wars Galaxy's Edge... Visually, this game looked much better on okay. that screen door effect. Like I, I noticed a a complete difference. There was oh, just you some. Mean it had far less. Yes, 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 okay. yes. Like it seemed so much cleaner when I was looking at it. Now again, okay. I could be wrong. I have to come back to it because I didn't play it very long. I was just trying to try different things out. Mm-hmm. But it's there was something about it that just felt different. You know, it looked different. It just. I don't know. It, it, there was something about it. It was just making me go, all right, this is, this is really cool. So I'm looking forward to really di- deep diving into that. But again, I think it's a, a game I need to try standing up because I was trying it sitting down. And I had that moment where you're trying to grab stuff off a table, put it in your inventory, and then I would drop it. And then I'd try to go and pick it up. And then my hand would hit the floor, but I wasn't sure. quite there yet. And it but was your like, feet were still yep. like another two feet down. I'm like, well, I can't get that. I guess we're stuck. But I thought if you calibrated it with you sitting. That's that... kind of what I thought too, you know, mm-hmm. because you eat. That was the point. They, they even ask you in the, the mode selections, like, how are you going to play? Are you going to play standing? Are you going to play sitting? So mm-hmm. you can adjust that. So yeah. it knows how you're playing. So you think it would make those adjustments for you. So I was confused by that. Was there a button you could push that maybe summoned it to your hand? See, I didn't. That, that was another thing about the game, too, that maybe I missed. Is I was right. just kind of walking through. There was a, kind of a story going on. And I got to a point where they're like, hey, scan these cargo containers. And then I got into the cargo hold and I'm like, I don't know what to do. Because I didn't <laughs> I didn't see anything to do. And I was just yeah. like, I, and that's why well. I turned it off. Because I was like, I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. And I'm just looking around in different sections. And I was just so confused. And I looked it up on the internet like the next day. I was like, what did I miss? What did I do? And some uh-huh. dude's like pulling up visors on his wrist. And I was like, God damn it. I don't know. You didn't tell me that was. Yeah, your you game. didn't. There was no tutorial to tell me to do that. I didn't know that. So I'm gonna go back to it at another time. Sure. Try it out when I've I've got a little bit more time and patience for it. Going to No Man's Sky. Oh wow. Okay. First of all, this is the game you want to play sitting down. Because you're in a cockpit. Yeah. Okay. So this feels more natural. Mm-hmm. 
And they also kind of have this, uh, and Star Wars had this too, but they also kind of gave you the option to where you could walk, walk, I guess, kind of like um, Resident Evil 7 did. But oh, then yeah. they also have the point, and it was a, very intuitive, and I kind of appreciated that with <coughs> Star Wars and No Man's Sky, is all you had to do was take the controller or the control stick, point it in a direction as far as I guess you could kind of possibly go with it with an arc. And then that would be your move. And then you could do it again and again, just as fast as you wanted to. You just had to know exactly where you're going mm-hmm. to, to adjust. So that was kind of nice. And they said you can use that if you don't want to do the actual movement to kind of reduce motion sickness, which, yeah, fair, fair yeah. point. Because with No Man's Sky, motion sickness came into effect. Oh, I'm sure. So I uploaded that floating through the, the open space where you're seeing all the different planets from a distance or whatever. That was already kind of like, whoa, okay, this is new because I've never yeah. seen it this All around massive. You. Yeah. Yeah. And then get to my base. Now, my base, based on how I've seen it in the regular version of the game versus the VR version, it seemed very open and bigger than I've seen it. I mean, it's a big space, but I've never seen it from this perspective with the detail. So I was like, okay, this is neat. Uh-huh. Walk out to my ships. Go walk to my ship. Looks huge because why wouldn't it? Right. I get in and this is where I had the learning curve because I didn't know how to get my ship started. Mm-hmm. Once I finally did, flying it was a bitch because you have like a an old arcade style control stick over here. And then uh-huh. you have your uh, fourth and back lever over here. So here's your speed and here's your adjusting. So you've got to really know how to fly. And the controller does help because okay. of the way it's situated. Yeah. I feel like they got to be more comfortable, too, to hold. It was. Yeah. It just took some time to get adjusting the right. Because I started spinning. I started going in loops. I was, like, <laughs> yeah. going everywhere. I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to throw up. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I did go out to space just to get a sense of everything. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Beautiful. Like, it's just amazing that this depth that, that that VR creates that for you. Like, well, you see it on the screen and you're like, sure. yes, that's a big planet. I get it. But when you see it from that perspective, it just oh, like yeah, blows your mind. It's like, holy shit, that is huge. You know, everything <laughs> yeah. looks massive. And it's just like, oh, man, I've never in my life seen anything like it. But it's just amazing. But I went up, pretty much went into space with my ship, came back down, and then... Tried to make my way back to where I was, but just to try and get a feel for the ship. Uh-huh. And it, it took a lot, but I, I got it. I felt like I was finally getting it by the time I got to the end of it. And like I said, it felt more natural being seated because this is a Good ship life. game. And if that's yeah. what you're doing, then sure. I don't know how it would fare being on the ground. If you're doing the ground exploration or whatnot, could be rough. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But... Again, three different experiences, three different games trying to get a sense of this VR set. I, I definitely say miles ahead of where they were. Sure. Okay. The, definitely the controllers are so much better. I didn't even mention they have uh, earbuds that you now plug into the head, like the, the VR headset. So they are automatically in the back and then you can just kind of plug them in. Oh, so it is bud still. Yes. Okay. But... When you were talking about those earbuds they were talking about, 
That yeah. would be a great replacement for this. The I mean, they're fine, but if you can do more immersive sound, because I can yeah. kind of still hear everything, which I guess yeah. to a point is actually okay. It's actually good. You should probably know what's going on yeah. around you a little bit. Yeah. Because <laughs> genuinely, I kind of, when I really Before got into- You take out your kid or something. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, well, see, that was actually the beauty of having Katrina there Uh, is she was watching me kind of being my backup because I could hear her and she'd be like, you're too close. You're too close. And I would kind of reach out my foot saying too close to what? And she's like, you're about to hit the TV. And I'm like, oh, so (laughs) but funny enough, I mean, you can see the grid if you start to go off the beaten path. Well, I was thinking that's why you tap out your room, right? So it could warn you. So at some point you'll start to see it. And and that's where it kind of would throw me because I was like where am I at? And I've thought about, since you can actually map it out, maybe adding some notches or something in the map. So this gives you an idea where you are. You know what I'm saying? Like, look at, or give yourself like a foot before a TV. So you're not actually having to hit it first. You know, you see the wall, you know, you've still got a foot. So I better back up a little bit. Yeah. And that, that's actually a good point too. But, no, the the grid will come up and be like, whoa, 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 you're you're yeah. a little off, danger. You're about and to then I would start to figure out, okay, well, where I'm at, because when I started, I was facing the TV. When I got out of it, the TV <laughs> was to my right, and I was like, how did? Where did I turn around? Now I know I turned around, but it's just funny. I don't realize yeah. what where I've moved to or or anything. Mm-hmm. So, plus. And I haven't mentioned this, and I know we're going long. I'm about yeah, to wrap sorry, it up. guys, but you love it. But you Take us in, in chunks. <laughs> the best feature is they have a, a see-through feature, which you press oh, a yeah, button. Oh, that inside out or whatever. And then it's essentially the cameras turn on, and then you can see everything around you. So you don't have to come out of the VR. You just hit that button, and then it's sh- like, nice. take a peek. Yeah. And you be like, everything cool? Sh- and then you're back in. Nice. Really awesome feature. I I really enjoy that. Um, as far as the price point goes, I know that's the big point of contention yeah. that a lot of people have had. But when you compare all the other VR systems that are on the market, they cost double yeah, no, you're that. Right. This is a steal. And it's definitely worth the money. And you don't have to have Facebook. Exactly. You, I know you're still wired, but mm, yeah. that is actually beneficial to it so you can have that clarity that field of vision the eye tracking like i said everything's just on point it does still have those those little hiccups and glitches that you get in vr i even encountered one where i i don't know how what the hell i did it may have been where i turned the light off but uh, oh. the game lost tracking on me for a minute and i was like oh shit what did i do yeah it kind of does need the light to bounce off of things i yeah. think yeah. so be aware of that yeah. Keep your lights on. Yeah. Caused me to die. I fell to my death. I was on a, I was hanging from a mountain, okay? And then it was like, we've lost you. And I was like, oh, shit, no. And then next thing I'm like, ah. Yeah. I, I so. think Blood and Truth did that to me once, trying to climb hmm. up a ladder. And then I disconnected or something. And I was like, oh, no. Nah. <laughs> now, that's the other thing I want to touch on real quick. This is going to be the longest episode we've ever done. Um, I was going to say, or at least for a long time, yeah. I'm sure. Games... In general, I understand that there are not a lot to choose from right now. That's why I'm kind of hoping that there will be some that roll over, like Blood and Truth. I would love I to see say, that. Did you try? Uh, see I, I haven't, but maybe I should. Maybe Just I to should. See. Yeah. Because I do know that there are some that they do have kind of upgrades, and mm-hmm. 
So maybe I should take a look, see if those might be available. Um, might at least be playable, maybe not upgraded for the system, but maybe sure. playable. Yeah. That would be cool. I mean, especially yeah. some other games because Iron Man is another one that I, I want so to roll fun. back over. Yeah. And that would, because that was a fun one to play. It just, the the gameplay style, it would be so much better with that controller. Oh, yeah. I, I wholeheartedly believe that because mm-hmm. I don't even want to get into the mechanics. I just know it. You know, in my heart of hearts, I know it would play so much better. Uh, But yeah, so if games are your concern, I understand that. And and but I feel like for someone like me, I do love VR. I want to continue to try and invest in VR, but I'm very particular about what I want. Like I would have really wished that Sony would have offered up kind of a demo disc with as they did with the the original VR, like the the VR worlds thing. So Mm -hmm. it was just like little things here and there that was just kind of showing you the capabilities. I would have loved that with this because it needed something like that. Not all these games are going to be for everybody. Some people are just not equipped to play Call of the Wild or Horizon Call of the Mountain or whatever. It's not their game. Katrina, she was looking at the ones I was playing. She was like, I said, do you want to try it? And she's like, "Mm, nah. You know, because it's just, she, she has played them before, but I don't think they are the games she is wanting to try. She wants... An experience, you yeah. know. So, yeah. I, 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 they they need to to have offered up something like that. I really wish they had, even if it was like an updated version of PSVR Worlds or something sure. like that. Yeah. you know, just do those, but in 4K now. Don't they you know? still have that developing team? I thought so. I thought like, so, yeah. But I um, yeah, I don't I don't really know what more I can say. I recommend it. If you have a PlayStation 5, if you're looking to invest, I understand it's a lot of money, but this is as cheap as you're going to get if you want to get into VR. I mean, you're not wrong. PC VR is expensive. Yes, the Oculus, um, shoot, what's it called now? The wireless one, Uh, Quest. Yeah, the Quest. I mean, it's definitely a more entry level. I think even it's now Mm $4.99. Like it was $3.99, but I think they even upped the price of that, so... I mean, yeah, a little cheaper, but I feel like there's a lot more baggage that comes with it. Yeah. Plus, you're getting 4K uh, mm-hmm. optics. You're getting a lot of great features. The control. I mean, a lot of it is what you're getting. You're getting a lot of bang for your buck. Just yeah. for for what you may or may not think you're getting. It's. I think this is probably one of the better VR models you're gonna get your hands on for this price. Well, hopefully they invest more in developing teams to come to there because that, I mean, they're still the only console that does VR, right? I know Switch had the one yeah. that you could make out of uh, boxes that or whatever, <laughs> but I don't know like how in-depth it was. But yeah, because I was always kind of surprised Microsoft did it, especially when they first came out with the Kinect because I thought that camera was so much more intuitive than Sony's ever was mm-hmm. that I was kind of surprised they didn't try to venture in. Yeah, I feel like they could have, but I, I don't know what's holding them back. I, I guess mean, they... at this point, whatever. They own all the things, so you just... <laughs> sure. But yeah, hopefully they lean into it. Oh, well, fun. Yeah. I think that was about... You hit everything I was curious about for that, because I wanted to know about the, you know, how the headset fit. Sounds like if you wear glasses, you'll be able to wear it, because I mm-hmm. always had to put in contacts to do VR. You I know? did. That That is actually one thing I want, I want to try, is I do wear glasses uh, uh, most of the time when I'm gaming, but... With mm-hmm. VR, I thought, well, maybe I won't need it because I could adjust it. But I would like to try with my glasses on, see if that yeah. possible screen door effect I was getting would go away. 
Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I would be curious, but I just know it was my eyesight because I tried the same thing. I'm like, well, everything's like right up against my eyeballs, right? I should be fine. Yeah. And then I took my glasses off. I'm like, nope. Nah. This is still way too fuzzy. (laughs) Yeah. But, well, fun. All right. Well, that's our show, I yeah. think. Thank you for hanging in there, siblings. You can hit us up sometime on Twitter at Super Mega Crash or go to the Instagram to view the weekly icon art Stephen puts his time and love into. Uh, don't forget, you can send us an email to supermegacrash at gmail.com. And you could also support the show by liking and leaving reviews on your preferred podcast app and even going by and swing it over to patreon.com forward slash pencil and paper productions. Or if you just want more entertainment outside of podcasts, you can head over to youtube.com forward slash pencil and paper productions for more. And join our Discord. Come chat with us. You can make us better by coming on over. I'm pretty sure the links will be in the description down below. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for listening. I am Lacey O'Finley. And I'm Stephen White. And you could join us again next time, Super Mega Craft Siblings. But until then, game on. This has been a Pencil and Paper Podcast Network production.